Hello and welcome back to the Big Bad Bike Show. I'm your host Sam McCauley and joining me tonight is the up north biker Ash Hall. Hello. And of course I was always making a full set, it's Chris Chippy Ballard. Hello. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. As we're recording this, I believe it's the 6th of June, it's half eight at night. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a like, uh, subscribe, tell your friends, tell everybody. If you're listening to Spotify, Apple, Google, wherever you're listening, let us know. Send us a message, give us a thumbs up, give us a thumbs down if you don't like it. Uh, just let us know you're listening, basically, because it's nice to know people are out there tuning in. Uh, certainly is. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we missed last week, didn't we? That's what happened. We did. Yeah, because nothing happened last week. Well, you say nothing happened, but I was ready to start recording. But Yeah, but you can well, just say I was ready to start recording. I say I was ready to start recording. I was I was willing to get involved in a recording, but you know, stuff got in the way, life got in the way, but no excuse really, is it? But there you go. Well, we had <laughs> planned to do it in a we had planned to do it in maybe the Friday night and then that didn't happen and we said we could maybe do it on a Saturday night and we wanted to do it on the Monday night and the whole reason we couldn't do it in the first place was because Chappie was like, Wah, 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 I've got work uh. As per So usual, we had to change yeah. days. And then we picked a day, and I completely forgot it was my wedding anniversary until the 11th hour, and I was like, oh, shit, it's my wedding anniversary, I can't record tonight. Well done. So I had to pull out last minute, and the podcast as well. You! Did you go pick some dandelions outside and wrap them in some newspaper? Hey, I love. <laughs> that'll do, that'll do, duck. I'll do. That'll do. Do you know what, I've never said duck. You've never said that. No. You must have done. You're from Yorkshire. Yeah, but no, no. That's a Yorkshire says thing, is duck. Hey, up, duck. Not everyone hey, says hey, up, duck. Is that duck. like a Manchester thing? I'm pretty I know sure a guy from Manchester. Say. Yeah, it's a Manx thing. I know I'm a guy sure from Manchester. It, it says duck. Hey, up, duck. Yeah. It's not Yorkshire. It's been a while since I've, since well, I say it's been a while. Obviously, that little week that we didn't do it, I completely forgot. Not that I ever remembered how to podcast in the first place, but I completely forgot how to podcast and do an intro. So it probably sounds awful, but that's what we're stuck with. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, who who wants to run through what's coming up in the show? Coming up on the show. Uh, coming up on the show, we have the all-new Who Am I? Uh, going to be talking about the Isle of Man TT and the World Superbikes from Misano and MotoGP this weekend. That's about Good. it. Looking forward to it. Yeah, um, I you two uh, you two are really going to have to talk me through the world superbikes. So I haven't watched any of it. You don't miss fine. much. We'll talk. We'll talk you through the world yeah, superbikes. I've been glued to the TT. Uh, so obviously, we know that the reason people listen to this podcast isn't just for the bikes; it's for the intricate knowledge of what's oh, yes. happening and our exciting lives. <laughs> so, do you want to fill anybody in on what's been going on in life? Well, I think we'll stick to the old doco and Chippy can go first. Well, as we all know, Ash is fat. So we've decided... (laughs) Such a prick. It's unreal. (laughs) Me and Sam have decided we've had enough, so we're going to help him. Uh, And we both use MyFitnessPal. This is the only time we ever give him support. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, We both use MyFitnessPal to... Like maintain our weights. Well, Sam's still too fat, but anyway, that's another story. I'm, I'm a perfect weight. Um, but we use my fitness pal, and this week we've been trying to ch- uh, train Ash how to use it so we can get his weight down and make him a bit healthier and get rid of his gravitational pull. 
that has been difficult trying to teach them how you doesn't even you don't even know how to scan things. You're like how you how do you right, do hang this? on a minute, how right? Do I scan things. I still don't know. I need to come around to not tomorrow night because I'm busy tomorrow night. But on I don't know Thursday night, I need to come around to yours, Chippy, so your missus can show me exactly how to do it, so I can do it in batch and then find out exactly. Yeah. Right, so what needs to happen is Chappie's missus has to come round and show you how to use your phone. No. Yeah, basically. No, no. Well, maybe. Thursday would be a good day, actually. Come round Thursday and yeah. we can go through it with you. I don't know what we're having for dinner, but we can talk you through it. Cool. May as well make me a plate while you're there. I'm working on my gains. Um, right, so... What's this? What are you going on about here, Chappie? You found out your exact height and weight. Yes, well, this is something I found out this week. I was Googling. I found out I am the exact height and weight of the average MotoGP rider, which is 5 foot 8, which I am, and 143 pounds, but I'm 144, so I need to lose a pound, and then I'll be the exact height and weight of a MotoGP rider. So you're the perfect height and weight for a MotoGP rider. I am the same weight as Mark Marquez. Oh, here we go. Mark Marquez is a couple of inches shorter than me. Oh, Mark Marquez, we're the same weight. (laughs) We have so much in common. It's brown nosey. He's probably. How tall is Mark Marquez? Uh, I think he's only like five foot six, something like that. He's like a little shorter. Tom Cruise. Little Tom Cruise, is he? Mm, yes. Yeah, but just because you're the correct height and weight for a MotoGP rider, average, you, you can't even ride a scooter. Yeah, no, I haven't got the skill, but I'm the. If I if I learn how to ride a bike, <laughs> you, you have no skill. <laughs> you have got absolutely nothing. Yes. Well, there we go. You're probably I'm, the right height and. You're probably the right height and weight for a jockey, maybe as well, but you can't ride a horse. Yeah, no, that's true. I can't do that either. But at least I'm the right height and weight, so that's a start. Closer mm. to being a MotoGP rider than Ashes. Oh, what are you going to say now? I'm the height and weight as the a Buddhist god or some a shit. A whale. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> there's only one Buddhist god it's called Buddha. Yeah, that's what I mean, but I didn't want to just say Buddha. There you go. <laughs> Um, uh, all my pansies have died, by the way. That's because you can't garden. You're not a gardener. You just no. you did what the rest of us did. You moved into a new house and you thought, I'm going to try and be a gardener. You bought some garden shit and it all died. And then you realised you can't be fucked. That's no, what happened. Absolutely. That's what Ev- everybody no, does. No, no. Everything else is alive and doing well. My pansies died. Firstly, because I think it's the wrong time of year for them. And secondly, the slugs got them, or caterpillars. And also, there's no water gets to them where I've planted them. The rain doesn't get there. Well, have you not been using a watering can? I, I've been a bit busy. Been a bit busy. Well, I, I've about, currently got... not been raining. I've so, yeah, currently I've, got I'm loads of sunflowers about... and wildflowers growing. I'm not a massive fan of Wildflowers grow everywhere. They just grow. They're like weeds, only they're nice weeds. You don't have to try and grow wildflowers. Well, you wildflowers. do if they're not like growing, growing in your garden. It's like... It's like growing dandelions. <laughs> if they're not growing specifically in your garden, you've kind of got to put seeds there. Yeah. I okay, so you throw you throw some seeds in the floor. My point is, you don't have to actually look after them. Well, you still got they're water. They're like feral children. You just have them and let them be. Speaking of uh, speaking of things dying, this is a slight digress. We will get to the bikes. And <laughs> uh, whenever I was like four or five, I really wanted a guinea pig. And I got eventually got that guinea pig and I brought it home. He stole it. And it was only about I was only about five years old, and I was I was adamant I wanted to keep it in my bedroom this night. The first night we got it, 
and I had it in a box beside my bed and I kept leaning over and grabbing the guinea pig and trying to lift it up but I was only five, I was small, I wasn't really strong enough to hold it, it was fidgety so I kept dropping it into the box, <laughs> feel really bad, so I kept lifting it up and then it would fall into the box and I did this like throughout the night and then eventually the, the sandman came and drifted me off to sleep and I woke up in the morning and the guinea pig was just curled up with a sort of deformed ball and the fox going (laughs) (laughs) and it just died and I don't even think I had the bloody thing for 24 hours oh that wasn't a good experience oh poor guinea pig (laughs) you say poor guinea pig but some countries that eat guinea pigs so he was lucky that guinea pig was lucky he even made it out of the pet shop did he survive? No, I just told you he died. Oh, no, you said it was making a dodgy killed. sound. Didn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's the sound of a guinea pig dying. <laughs> that's the sound of a dying <laughs> guinea pig. Yeah. The most exciting thing in my week is I bought a new 10-litre jerry can. I don't know why. I just convinced myself that I needed one whilst I was looking through Amazon. So I bought a 10-litre jerry can. My wife was like, why would you buy that for? And I was like, I don't know, just put, put petrol in it or something. Have you got a petrol lawnmower? <laughs> no. <laughs> so, you just bought, so you now got an empty jerry can, basically. Well, I, can, I thought I could put petrol in it for my motorbike, even though my motorbike's got wheels and can go to the petrol <laughs> Oh, my <station>. God. <laughs> Were you drunk? I was an impulse... Not probably. I was an impulse buy. It was just... I've been off the drink for two nights now. It's the, it's the first two nights consecutively throughout since Christmas, I think, I've not drank. So, yay me, I'm not an alcoholic oh. anymore. Right, well, we just get into what we're here to talk about. We're just fucking talk shite. All right, that's fine. Well, we, just, we need to just, find out what... Doesn't matter about what to. I've done now, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought we could blend it into the show eventually. Go on ahead, then. Tell the people how proud you are. Give everybody the big news. Well, the the Blackbird review that I put up is doing really, really well. And we're getting comments on it on YouTube. And it's had loads of views. So it just goes to show how good it is. Yeah. And we are slowly, very slowly, little baby steps, slowly turning ourselves into an actual bike podcast and YouTube and platform. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. So whoever that guy was... Whoever that guy was that sent us a message, we asked if anybody had any questions, and somebody sent a message saying, why the fuck would I want to ask questions to somebody who knows about as much as bikes as what I do? And that's a fair enough comment. (laughs) Why would you ask us a question? But I've got that, he was Mr. S, or it's fairly anonymous, I don't know who it was, but I've got, I think, three things to say. First of all, yes, it's correct. Why would you ask us a question exactly? Second of all, you don't have to ask us a question about bikes. It could be about anything. And third of all, thanks for listening. That's fine. Just, just thank you for listening. I don't care if you like it or not. Just thanks for listening. Anyway, Ash, you can continue. Blackbird review. It's doing better than your um, twin thingy. Yeah, it's thing been better review. than the Africa twin. Uh, but obviously, more people are more interested in the Blackbird, I suppose. Um, yeah, it all depends what people are clicking well, on YouTube, it. isn't it? Yeah, it depends what they're uh, interested in looking at. But... Since I've been riding the Blackbird even more and more and more, I've now got to the a real dilemma. I think I'm going to have to keep it and get an Africa Twin. Oh, don't be stupid. Because 
Yeah, I, I love understand where you're coming from. Uh, yeah, I know you love it that much, but then just don't get an Africa twin. But I want one. But you you were able to borrow an Africa twin previously. I'm sure you could borrow it again for a week. Well, no, it's not. It's not the point. Like obviously, the Blackbird is a great bike, but it can't do uh-huh. certain things that the Africa twin can do. Like I can't I can't <clears throat> go off road in a, on a Blackbird. But I can on an Africa yeah. twin. Yeah, but you also you also can't live in the street. And you need a house. <laughs> I'm not going to live on the street. I'm going to be fine. Um, so, yeah, I've got that dilemma at the moment. I may keep it amazing. I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, you're going to end up having... You're, you're going to end up keeping it. You're going to end up keeping it. You're going to spend the money on an Africa twin as well. <laughs> you're going to be broke. And you're going to be sending... You're going to be sending Chappie and me messages. Wah, wah, wah. I'm sad. And then it's going to lead you to comfort eating. And you're going to get fatter. <laughs> and you're going to be broke. And you're going to be fat. And you're going to be homeless. <laughs> hey, if I, but at uh, least you're going to have two motorbikes. And say what? If I'm homeless and I'm fat, at least I won't starve to death. So. Yeah, well, it doesn't, that's a kind of... It's a juxtaposition that it doesn't really work. I've never seen a fat homeless man. Mm. Well, I have. Just them lazy twats that don't work. But, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Proper homeless people aren't fat. No, fair enough. The bigger you are, the more calories you burn. That's true. Uh, I'm off to a Sorry. motorbike meet tomorrow, which I'm looking forward to. Mm-hmm. And that's that. And why are you going to that motorbike meet? Do you want to tell everybody? You've told everybody else. <laughs> I'm going to the motorbike, motorbike meet because that's when it's on. All oh, right. No, is that no. the only reason? That is literally the only reason. It just happens to have fallen on a, another day. What day? Well, I don't really want to go into it, to be honest. Uh, but, um, yeah, so Mr. Motorbike Me. You weren't I'm saying that earlier. <laughs> because uh, the last one was a really, really good turnout. So I'm hoping this one's just as good. And the burgers were banging. So, what we were, so I'm going to have one of them. So what, we, so what we were alluding to was that it is Ash's birthday tomorrow, isn't it? Yes, and I'd rather not everybody on the podcast know that it's my birthday tomorrow, to be honest. Well, they know now. Uh, (laughs) Nobody cares. There's about 10 people listening to the show. I'm pretty sure it's our mums over and over again. Could be people listening. Astra's going on his birthday like a teenage girl goes on about her mm. birthday. Like he Why celebrates is nobody the whole coming to well, my no. birthday party? Weeks ago, said, "Oh, Chippy, do you fancy coming to the bike meet? It's on my birthday. It'd be it'd be cool." Just happened to be on my birthday. Straight away, nah, yeah. no, nah, I'm not doing that. Sound? No, I'm not doing that. Great. I can't ride a I bike. Come, What's mate. Going? If I if I didn't live. A few hundred miles away from you, I would come. I know you would. I know. You, you don't have to have a bike to go to right. the meet. Well, we crack on with the show. Anyway, well, I still yeah. don't want to go anyway. Right, let's crack on with the Can show. Can we crack yeah, on with the show? Let's do that, because right. nobody's so. listening now anyway. Yeah, it's past six minute point. <laughs> let's get into the Who Am I. Right. Right, last week's Who Am I was the one that I did. Well, say last week's. Two weeks ago, I did a Who Am I. I'll give you the clues, and then I'll give you the answer. So, the first clue was, I was born... In Italy, the second clue was I have race wins in one two five Moto two and Moto GP. We have a clue there. And the third race or the third clue was I famously headbutted a seagull in the Moto GP at Phillip Island two thousand and fifteen. And the answer was Chepe. Do you know this one? Uh, Ianone, wasn't it? It was Andre Ianone, also known as the Maniac. Oh, did you know what? No, I didn't. Not a clue. Did, did you try and it was take time the, no I, I didn't even try and 
In fact, I did try and Google it, who hit a seagull in MotoGP, and it just didn't come up. Didn't come up, no. no. Even though even though I said I famously headbutted a seagull in MotoGP at Fallop Island 2015. I mean, I didn't exactly go in depth for searching for it. I kind of just put that in, it. nothing came up, and I went about the day, really. Hmm. So you tried very little and then just gave up. Yeah. That's the just sort like of my fitness pal. <laughs> if that's what we're getting from, if that's the sort of commitment we're getting from the host, how do we expect people who's listening to get involved? <laughs> Got to set an example, Ash. <laughs> it's face. Uh, so Big Daza got in contact, and he said, uh, "With the weeks here, my, I got the answer, but he did admit that he had to use Google." Oh, so Sam's Ooh. made him do it now as well. So he, so he's obviously not seen. He didn't watch Fallout Island in 2015 because I assure you, if you'd have seen it, you'd have remembered it because that was hilarious. Even the commentators couldn't go over it. They were like. <laughs> And it was an exciting race. 2015 was a good year, so it was really exciting. Very good. Anyway, this week's Who Am I is your turn, It's my turn. So here come the clues. Uh, I was born in Swindon. My nickname is Spud. And I currently ride in the British Superbikes. I got this straight away. Well, I knew knew you would. You're pretty interested in British Superbikes, so you're... Basically, basically, your who am I is who in British Superbikes is nicknamed Spud. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, pretty much. I've got a clue who it is, but it's not because I know the answer. It's because I know you. Put it in the chat. Let's see if you're right. Yeah. And while you do that, I've just got a little bit of feedback from last week from uh, Harvey, who says he was listening to uh, last week's episode or two weeks ago. And uh, we were asking about BSB race. If you fall off, can you rejoin? And he said, in any BSB race, you cannot rejoin if the bike makes contact with the floor. You used to be able to... uh, Oh, you've just put that in the chat and I've lost it. You used to be able to, but you haven't been able to for a long time. In practicing qualifying, you can, provided marshals inspect the bike, confirm no fluids are leaking, or if you have to go straight back to the pits. Well, it's kind of what we thought. Yeah. Yeah. But it's good to have it confirmed, anyway. Properly. Yes. And yes, Sam, mm-hmm. you, uh, you did get it right. Do you know how I got that? I was sitting thinking about it and I thought, who does Ash really like in British Superbikes? <laughs> For our listeners, I have literally just said the name of the show, or the name of the show, the name of the answer, but I've had the other night. And these two are giving me grief. And I'm the one that said it in the bloody thing. So leave me alone. Say whatever I want. <laughs> Good job we in live, folks. <laughs> right, so that's the who am I out of the way. Right, if you would like to get in contact and answer the who am I question, you can do so by sending an email to podcast at bigbadbs.co.uk. Uh, you can leave your name, you don't have to, we'll read it out in the show. And you can leave a comment on YouTube if you're listening on YouTube. But if you do that, everybody will be able to see the answer. So be first, prefer if you send us an email. And uh, that goes for any questions or any feedback or anything at all. Anything you want to get in contact with us. Like I said before, if you want to ask us a question, it doesn't necessarily need to be about bikes. If you really want to know about fucking Chip Hats Daisies or whatever, just send them an email. <laughs> or not him, us. Right. That's all the bullshit out of the way. We're a proper podcast now. This is getting down to proper 
proper podcasting session now. So crack on with the news. Uh, Yamaha, Honda, Suzuki and Kawasaki have announced a new research partnership that will consider the development of hydrogen-powered motorcycles that will use uh, internal combustion engines. Now, I think this is a really good idea, because I remember seeing years ago on Top Gear that Honda had developed a Yeah, a I remember seeing that as hydrogen. well. And I thought, that's the future. Not electric cars, hydrogen cars. Because all it creates is, out the exhaust, is water, because it's hydrogen and oxygen. Is it liquid hydrogen, though? Uh, it's compressed hydrogen. I think it's liquid. Right. The only problem is, I think it's quite unstable. Like, yeah, it's, quite it's very explosive, to... isn't it? Yeah, and also there's not really there's not many places in Britain where you can get it at the minute. But I think that is the way that cars and bikes will end up going. Isn't that what they used to rather, fill the blimps up with in like World War Two? Is that not helium? Oh, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I, I've no idea. <laughs> Boom. But, there, I, but before the before the atom bomb, there was a bomb called the hydrogen bomb. Was there not? There was. Yeah, I think there was. Was that not like the first nuclear bomb was called a hydrogen bomb? So we're going to have loads of bikes just exploding on the motorway when we get too hot. <laughs> I'm not, I can't really say much about this topic because I don't have a clue. The only thing I will say, you mentioned Top Gear and a few weeks ago whenever we couldn't do the show, I said I was going to do it by myself and Chip Hat, you said it would be like Top Gear with just one presenter and I thought, who out of Top Gear, who are we? Who um, am I in Top Gear? I reckon well, Chippy's James, James May. You're definitely Jeremy Clarkson, <laughs> and I'm Hammond. You're a fat Hammond. I'm a fat Hammond, and you're like a, an Irish Clarkson. <laughs> an Irish Clarkson. <laughs> I was thinking that, but I thought I would leave it until the show before I asked that question. Well, I'm glad I'm Jeremy Clarkson. I wouldn't want to be... Pedantic prick. Anybody else, would I? <laughs> I'm glad I'm James May. <laughs> Captain Snow. I'll take hamster. That's fine. All At right. least I'm slim. So yeah, I right, thought it was so quite interesting news. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, I've yeah. seen a lot. I've seen like a, I've seen like a, a hydrogen concept bike crop up on my Facebook feed quite mm. a lot. It's so better than electric. Ele- electric cars and electric bikes are rubbish. They're, they're just what everything sound, about what sound, awful. What sound does a hydro- hydrogen car or bike? Boom. Make? <laughs> 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 but there's something there's something really off putting about a bike that goes. Yeah, that was about shit. Or a car it goes. Shh, shh, yeah, that's shit. <laughs> yeah, no, you, you do need the noise. Nothing will ever be better than petrol. But. Oh. no, maybe maybe diesel. No diesel bikes. Rip. <laughs> <laughs> what do I know? All oh, does the same. I don't know as diesel petrol. There is a diesel bike actually. The it's an MT five hundred. My wife says to me all the time, she's like, do we need some petrol in the car? And I was like, you better fucking not put petrol in the car. And then she shrugs her shoulders. She's like, you know what I mean. And I'm like, yeah, I do, but you know how pedantic I am. So fucking say <laughs> I don't know why she's still married to me. She must hate me. Uh, right, uh, I hate you living with you. <laughs> uh, at the end of round four, Moto America at Road America in Wisconsin... Former Moto2 champion, MotoGP winner, and 2017 Moto America Superbike champion, Tony Elias, 
made a surprise announcement that he was retiring from professional motorcycle road racing effective immediately. And why well, was that? Just I just can't be asked. Well, he's, I don't know. I think he's just had enough. I would, I would imagine. I've not read too much into it apart from the headline. Uh, he's getting on a bit, Tony Elias, like. Mm. But I would imagine he's just. I well, I'm, I'm surmising that he maybe didn't even want to start this year. Maybe he was just helping the team out or something. Or I'm not sure. Can't he's read 40. too much into it. 40. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, that is quiet. Yeah, getting on a bit. He might make a. He might make a comeback. He says he's getting on about Michael Rutter's racing around at 51, 52. He's still going yeah. around the TT. We, we all, every time John we McGuinness. mention old people, we always, <laughs> mention, we always mention Michael Rutter, John McGuinness, Jeremy McWilliams. Them old farts. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tony Elias, I remember watching him in, the, in Moto2 and he did become Moto2 champion. Hmm. was good. Good rider. Yeah, it's a shame, but yeah, life goes on. Has to retire sometime. <laughs> going round, going round at eighty-five, and he's still going. <laughs> right, I know. Next bomb. Anyway, the last bomb. Uh, this isn't really major news. It's just the second Donington BSB round later in the season will also run on the GP circuit rather than the national one. Uh, which is a good a uh, good thing because if you Google the difference, uh, the national track cuts out the Melbourne Loop, which is probably the best part of the track. So it's very minor news that one, but mm. it just means a better Donington BSB round later in the uh, season. Donington's very good anyway. So. Yeah, I love Donington. And it gives us something else to talk about. Mm. Mm. And that is the end of the news. How much longer is the how much longer is the track the uh, Donington track? I know it's literally just. The hairpin at the bottom, so you got like obviously the road, sort of the straight up to it, the hairpin, and then straight back up. That's all it adds. Mm, all right. But there's a lot of action really happens good. on that hairpin. Yeah. So it adds, it's a, lot of, it's adds a lot of space. That's where Andy Irwin wiped out uh, Storm Stacy. Right. So that's the end of the news. That is the end of uh, the we'll news. Get, we'll get into we'll get into the bikes. Uh, we got the World Superbikes to talk about, but nobody really wants to hear about that anyway because it's boring, so we'll talk about the TT first. <laughs> yes. I'm sure everybody's uh, been watching the TT. Mm. I have been glued to it, except from today. I haven't watched today's yet. Well, I have. I'll fill you in. No, please don't. I want to watch it. Well, you better well, We need to talk about it. Oh, fine. Let <laughs> me guess. Let it. me guess. Did Michael Dunlop win? Well, I'll fill you in there. <laughs> well, right. that's a yes. So we, got, we got a little... <laughs> we got a little story from uh, I say long time listener he's been listening from the start as far as I know and he's, he's he's emailed us a few times Mr Harvey Price, he's got in contact with us with a little story that he had in Donington uh, but yeah, we, we, we got called... a little story from him um, I asked permission to use this on the pod, I didn't just sort of say it um, so yeah, he was having a pint uh, with about 10 of his mates at Donington a few weeks ago and his mate who races in the TT was there and somehow got into the topic, and he just said, I could be dead in three weeks. And he laughed, and even though they were all laughing, uh, apparently it felt very tense. I bet, but he's not wrong. But how we- He's not wrong, and it's it kind of weird when you say it like that, isn't it? But like, I, reckon, just sat around with I reckon a lot of them must just say that, though. Yeah. Because they know exactly what they're doing, they know exactly what they're getting into, they're travelling 200 miles per hour plus on motorbikes, 
if they come off, they haven't got a nice, nice little gravel pit to slide into, a nice little barrier. No. They've got a fucking house. They've got a house yeah. or a stone wall or a lamppost, and it's like you hit that two hundred mile per hour, you're dead. And that was yeah. that's what makes the yeah, TT but... the most exciting sport ever. No, but from going to road races and all, listening to like people who spoke to road racers and road racers, I've always had the thought that if you're if you if you're going to the line and you're thinking like that, then you shouldn't be racing. No, absolutely that not. Needs to be out no. of your mind. Obviously, three weeks before it, you're having a pint, you're joking, you're trying to get your nerves yeah. in balance. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. No. Who knows? I'm not the one that's going out there and putting my leg over a thousand cc bike and going at two hundred mile an hour. So fuck knows what I would think. But yeah, you would hate to make. You have to make. <laughs> you have to make as light of these situations as you can. Well, Jesus. you've got to have some bollocks to do fun. it. You really do, because I just. Yeah. Hats off to him. Hats off to all of them. Mm. Um, yeah, I bet that was a bit tense, right. though. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. So what's this next bit? I haven't put this on. Who's reading this? Oh, out? this is the... Uh, right, so be- yeah, Sam talks about Right, it. so before... Just bef- when the TT first started, uh, it was a statement on behalf of the Isle of Man TT races. The ACU events race organisers of the Isle of Man TT race, they confirmed that Jack Lowther, passenger of a sidecar outfit, he was excluded from the 2023 event from a positive drugs test. And I was thinking, what fucking drugs can you take that makes you better on a, <laughs> make you better on a, on a sidecar passenger? Maybe a, maybe yeah. a bit of it's, cocaine, eh? <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Like some like bike riders taking... Like I couldn't stand a footballer or like a runner or something taking drugs, but a motorbike rider... You, he could he could have taken steroids it's have though. More effect. And I tell you what, uh, if he's on a sidecar, some well, suppose, some steroids yeah, are going to help him. If he's the passenger, because mm. it's going to make him depends what drugs he's taking. More pumped up to just, move around. I just want I just want to highlight. I just want to highlight that at this podcast, the Big Bad Bike Show, we don't know if it's been confirmed. No, no, no. We're just saying that he's been excluded. We don't know if he's taking drugs. Personally, I don't really care. I do whatever he wants, that's right. But <laughs> we don't know, we're not saying he has or hasn't, and we're definitely not saying what he's taken. We don't know. No. All we know is yes. that he was excluded for that was the reason. Uh, I just thought it was a bit humorous. I was like, well, like you said, he could have took cocaine. Maybe he's just using drugs, but sure, would you not want to give that to the rider? So he's <laughs> he just hang along. Just keep the throttle pinged yeah, up and I'll move around. It's fine. Um... Right. Yes. Do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about the TT before we go on to anything else? Yeah, I think we should because that's the most interesting thing. Right. So obviously, Michael Dunlop, um, not yesterday, the day before, he matched wins with John McGuinness on twenty three. Yeah. So today, are you mm-hmm. going to tell me that it's now twenty mm-hmm. four? Oh, very good. That's exactly what it is, number 24. So today, they went out. Uh, we can go back and talk about the rest of the races, but I'll tell you in on today. So today was the turn of the Superstock, and the podium was the same three people on the podium that's been on any other race. So there was Peter Hackman, who won the race. Michael Dunlop came second. He was a good bit behind Peter Hackman. Was but he? He was, he was so far, but Yeah, he was so far behind it wasn't a race. And Dean Harrison came third. He must be fed up being third. Yeah, I bet. Dean Harrison came third. <clears throat> but I'm glad Peter Hickman but, won, yeah, won was, one, though. 
Yeah, but he was so far ahead that on his last lap, third lap going around the mountain, he was doing that thing that he does where he looks up at the camera. You know, he looks up at the, the helicopter. Chap, I hate you. He <laughs> <laughs> sat there quiet. Yeah, but the the helicopter was following him, and they debate. They said on the they said on the commentary that the riders usually know when the when the helicopter's following them so much they're doing well. Like I think that was maybe years ago. You knew if a helicopter was following you, you must be doing pretty fast. You must be going pretty fast. So he looked up at he looked up when he was going over the mountain and acknowledged the camera, and then when he was coming up the home straight towards the towards the start and finish line, he was pulling wheelies and all. So he he knew he was miles ahead. He was like twenty seconds or something ahead. DL. And then it was a bit of a race, bit of a race between Michael Dunlop and Dean Harrison, but Michael Dunlop got second comfortably in the end, and Dean Harrison got third. And then the third or the second race of the day, which was the Super Twin. Yeah. Yes, the Super Twin was the second race of the day. Uh, as far as who won the race, it was just normal, normal procedure. Michael Dunlop went out and absolutely smashed it. He at the end of the race, he was over thirty seconds in front of the second race, yeah. and he was still five seconds under his all-time lap record. Yeah. Yeah. So, and he finished the race, and they were comment. They were they were asking him about it. I wrote some of this down. So whenever he was going through his qualifying and all, his bike felt, not felt like bits, but his bike didn't feel right. So he had to pull it apart. But whenever he pulled it apart, they couldn't put it together properly. <laughs> so they had to get they had to get some guy called Andrea. This is what he said, Andrea. And he couldn't get a flight. So this fellow, Andrea, had to drive for two days to get to the Isle of Man and then had to stay up all night building the bike and getting it all shape. And then he, he said today at the end of the race, he wasn't even trying. That's basically what he said. Said I was nursing that the whole way around. <laughs> and he was still 30 seconds in front of everybody else. And second place was uh, an Irish lad called Mike Brown. And third place was uh, Jamie Coward. All oh, right, yeah. He's been doing well, though. So, yeah, he has. And then Peter Hackman got fourth and Josh Brooks got fifth. Oh, that's pretty good from Josh Brooks. Chippy's favourite, so FHO. One. So that is one. I think he's just trying to wind me up. <laughs> he wasn't on an FHO bike. Oh, was he not? No. Well, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad Peter Hickman won one though, because I, I like Peter Hickman. Yeah, I'm. I, I am glad Peter Hickman won one because, as much as I like to see Michael Delot go in there and yeah. clean house, if he if he won every race, you would think, well, inevitably it was a bit boring, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Same person won over It's and nice over. to see, somebody especially else if it was always, yeah. And it was nice to see somebody else like Mike Bryan and Jamie Coward on the yes on the podium. So on this TT, can Michael Dunlop still beat his Uncle Joey's record if he? Yeah, so he's he's got four races left. Yeah, but realistically, he's got he's got a Super Sport which he won comfortably. Yeah. the first Super Sport. He's got another Super Twin which he won comfortably. He's got the senior race, which is basically a superbike race, which he won comfortably. So that's three. So he can realistically get to 27. Uh, we've been asked a question about this. So it's from Harvey again. Yeah, Harvey asked us three questions. And the first question was, thoughts on Dunlop becoming the most successful road racer in history? So the most successful TT rider in history. And my thought is, realistically, as long as there's no problems, he doesn't get any mechanical errors... And the weather stays all right, and he doesn't fall off. Hopefully, not jinxed him. But as long as none of that happens, I can easily see him getting to twenty-seven this year because he's easily fastest on the Supersport, 
easily faster than the Super Twin and going judging by the last Superbike race he'll win it as well not only leaves the Super Stock which I think Peter Hackman will probably go out and win comfortably again so I'm I believe by the end of this by the end of this TT week Michael Dunlop will hit 27 wins under his belt that's what I think yeah. I hope so yeah. because he definitely I mean I love I just love watching him me, me dad, me, I was having a discussion with my dad about it the other day and he was saying that sometimes he looks slightly unsafe and I was like, well, he's pushing it. That's why he's getting to the top because he's pushing them bikes to the limit. Mm. And I just think he's fucking brilliant. It would be great to see him beat his Uncle Joey's fucking record, but he's still only a young man. He could go and beat that record and keep coming back and just keep smashing it. And make that record I think huge. Something, I think there's something about watching somebody break a record like that. Like when, you know, uh, like Michael Schumacher, when he got his was it seventh world, chi- world title. I can't remember now. But like when you're seeing, like, and you are watching the greatest of all time, like Mark Marquez. Yeah. Um, yeah. You're watching, you are literally watching history be made. Yeah. I just think something There's something. I quite when like it comes that. to, when it comes to, watching Michael Dunlop especially going around the TT there's something very poignant mm. there's some, there is something like it just like you know there's some, there is that word that I'll use it again something very very poignant that just makes you sit back and, and realise what you're watching it's not yeah. it is amazing you're watching the best rider ever probably uh, going around the TT and for with bikes at work ready to smash his uncles yeah. Uh, record, and then you think about whenever you mention his uncle, you think about the whole story that's led yeah. up to this point. Mm. It's very. He's yeah, gonna if difficult. he break if he breaks the record, it'll be it'll be very very emotional. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to think about it with like. I think I'd probably I start mulling if if he does. To be fair, I, I, I'm going to be honest. I personally don't want him to break the record this year. Because I'd like to go to the TT next year and then be there. Yeah, that's break true. The Never thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They keep saying, they keep saying, they're like, "Oh, there's still time, folks," and it's like, "Yes, there's still time, but I've got shit to do." <laughs> <laughs> but you'll yeah. go next year. I've got a whole year to plan my life and get over there. And but I reckon, I do reckon he's going to. Uh, I reckon he'll take twenty-seven this year. I do. And then I was thinking about it today. I was sitting on the sofa on my scratcher watching the bikes. And I was thinking, the question is, how many can he get to? Because like you said, he's still a young man. Mm. If he comes back next year, let's say, for example, he does get to 27, which I think he could. If he comes back next year and he's in the same form and the bikes are working and the weather's just as good, he could maybe win another three or four or five. Yeah, and he could and just keep about, extending that an, freaking lead. You're getting like you're getting into numbers of like 33, 34, 35. That's his getting years in the future but he's got years yeah. left That's I mean but he's, he's going to get left. into the numbers where it's going to be practically impossible to beat it I yeah. think that's what he'll do and on that uh, mm-hmm. awesome Hawk Racing Honda he's going to get there oh yeah I also mentioned it's uh, his own team actually it's MD Racing isn't it yeah still but I'm pretty sure Hawk Racing Hawk Racing he's got Carl he's got Carl Cox in the back of it I saw a picture of Carl Cox there with him as well so Carl Cox maybe sponsoring him or something the DJ I, I seen uh, he made a comment as well which was probably the most 
uh, it just reminded me of you, Sam, when I seen the comment, and he said uh, most riders have a protein shake on a mo- uh, protein shake before the night before for a race. I have a pint of lager or something like that. <laughs> it was just yeah, like, my that's just Sam. My protein shake's a pint of beer. Yeah, so I'm looking out. Love it, but um, no, I, I I know what you're saying. It would be cool to go to the TT and watch him win, but I think he'll do it this year, and I hope he does. Yeah, they're watching it on the app, and they're always like, they're really sensitive when they come to the record. They're like, oh, we don't want to mention the record. We don't want to talk yeah. about it, especially when they're interviewing them, because obviously they don't want to jinx anything. No, no. It, but but the fact is, they're all there thinking, yeah. oh, this is the year it's going to happen. And the weather has been so good like, this really year has. as well. You're watching it's it, the class. weather's fantastic. You're thinking you could be sitting there with a pint in your hand. This is a year Michael Dunlop might beat the record. It's Oh, incredible! And I'm just sitting there, and I'm getting so emotional. I'm like, I just want to be there watching <laughs> it. And I'm stuck in this fucking house. <laughs> I love my house. <laughs> I love my kids. I love my dog. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. You know what I mean. Yeah. Because there's every year yeah. you want to go with the TT. I think this is maybe it, and we missed out. Yeah, probably. But next year. Um, I still think one of the best riders ever to go round the TT was Ian Hutchinson, and I think it's a shame he's yeah, not there. Yeah, I year, reckon. Do you think if reasons. Ian Hutchinson had been in his prime still and hadn't had the hadn't had the accident, do you think he would be still smashing it? I think he's got sixteen TT wins. He had a really bad accident, and he missed a fair few TTs because of it. At yeah. least two, maybe three. He, uh, you know, correct me on that if I'm wrong, but. He was the first rider he won five a day. So you have to imagine that them TTs that he wasn't there, you think he would have won at least one or two. Yeah. If you take two out of them two, three TTs, you're talking four, six TTs, that takes him into the 20s. Hmm. And then if he could have been there this year, who knows? But who knows? But, you know. I like hmm. him, uh, I like him as a pundit, though. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's quite cool. Yeah, he knows what he's talking there. about. Um, we got a couple of other questions from Harvey about the TT. Go on. So he said, should TT0, TT electric bikes, come back to allow greater innovation for electric motorcycles on circuits that aren't Moto E spec? No. No. Because going back to what I said earlier, I don't think electric bikes are the way forward. I think it's hydrogen power. The problem problem is what they're mm. going to do with these electric, like electric bikes stuff. is they're going to get one lap around the course and then they'll have to recharge for 20 minutes. <laughs> well, they only really do one lap, that's it. Mm. No, I'd I'm not a fan. Keep, yeah. keep, it with, keep, it with a, mm. keep it with a good old petrol. But the thing it's is, the if, they are determined, if they are determined to go electric, if that is if they are so determined to go electric, everything will eventually have to go electric. And the thing is, the TT will have to go electric as well. But I, you, I the only way you can start man, the only way you can start manuf- but the only way you can start manufacturing motorcycles that are built with the endurability to go that distance is to put them through their paces. Mm. Let's be honest. If you want to, if you want to design a bike, an electric bike that can that can have the durability and can last the distance. The TT is the perfect place to build it, or not build it, but take it to and test it, put it through its paces. Oh, they're just so boring. 
They are. And the thing yeah, is, that can't be the future, because can you imagine like a Hell's Angel on an electric bike? <laughs> well, Harley well, Davidson, Harley they have electric bikes now. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it's not right. No. It's really not right. Yeah, but can you imagine the Hell's Angels in a hundred years' time? They won't be the Hell's Angels of today. They won't be the Hell's Angels of yesteryear. They'll be they, them. <laughs> the hell's like the hell snowflakes <laughs> anyway if anybody in the hell's angels are listening to this I'm not having a dig I'm just trying yeah. to be funny please, please don't beat yourself <laughs> yeah. um, I saw uh, I saw a bike group when I was in France I stopped at a service station I think I maybe told you this they had like purple patches and I looked at the patches and it was a picture of like an old man with a beard and they just they were they're like bike thing was called Grumpy Old Bastards and I thought, <laughs> I want to be in that bike group. You would suit that very much. Yeah, you would. I would suit that. So the final question here is um, should the TT ask professional marshals from the UK to attend as they have top tier expertise whereas TT marshals attend a one day training course. Lots of love Harvey Price. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I think they should ask Experienced marshals, if they want to go, really, it makes more sense. You should have a mix. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe a mix. Yeah. Well, I think this uh, is a knock-on effect from the Irish road racing because, as you know, the Irish road racing isn't. I know the racing itself is just as good, and the riders are putting in just as much effort, but the Irish road racing is a whole thing, is a whole bubble isn't maybe in inverted commas as professional as the British Superbikes hmm. I know the marshals and British Superbikes most of them are volunteers so they're not getting paid but they, they've got a track to go to week in week out and hmm. they've got facilities and toilets and coffee machines and and uh, they do a lot more so they can they can do cart racing car race car driving track days motorbike racing whereas you turn up at a road race and you basically walk up to the clerk of the course or whoever's organising it and you're like, you're at me. Can I be a marshal? <laughs> just gives you a piece of paper <laughs> and you stick it around your fucking belt loop and then you can stand wherever you want. So I think it's a knock-on from that. I was also thinking that if uh, if you ask actual like British Superbike uh, marshals, just because the TT's on doesn't mean that them marshals aren't already working on the tracks that they already volunteer at mm. because not everything mm. stops there'll still be track days going on there's still like a, a car racing going on there'll be cart racing and then volunteers who volunteer as marshals do they not have to do all that as well like you can't just go there and pick and choose what you marshal i've just had a thought i think this is quite clever from harvey because he's asking here whether TT should ask marshals from the UK to attend. I've just realised I'm pretty sure Harvey Price is a marshal at Donington Park or somewhere like that. I think he's just trying to get a free <laughs> free pass over to the TT. Yeah. Well, as you know, whenever I move, because I'm moving soon and I'm going to be moving close to a racetrack, and my intention is to go to that racetrack and I'm going to be going straight there and I'm going to marshal. I don't care if I'm marshalling bikes or cars or carts or track days or what it is. I want to marshal. I'm planning that I'll do like two weekends a month. And then the idea is that if I was, my my thinking was, if I learn how to marshal on that course and get like some sort of marshalling government body or whatever it is to sign me off my cues, I could then maybe go to like 
Donington Park or Silverstone or whatever during like MotoGP or World Superbikes and be like, hey, I'm a marshal. <laughs> Let me stay here and get free bikes. <laughs> you get free free food in the clubhouse. Well, there you go, Ash. Because <laughs> <laughs> I remember you used to have to wait to get your breakfast because the marshals got their breakfast first. God. Is that why you marshaled then, just to get your breakfast? I've never marshaled. <laughs> You'd be marshaled now, you know there's free food. That'll be it. Straight no, I can't. I'm, calor- I'm calorie counting. Calorie counting my ass. It's your birthday tomorrow, and what are you going to have? First thing? A full English. <laughs> and then what And what are you going to have whenever you go to the bike, meet? Big old dirty burger and chips. You probably have a birthday <laughs> cake as well. At birthday some point. cake, yeah, absolutely. I don't know what I'm having. Yeah, so that's your cut. Ca- so your calorie counting's gone. You well, no, because it's me. Bl- it's my bloody birthday. I can do that. Has he not mentioned it's his oh, birthday? Yeah. Well, Sam mentioned yeah, it's just so calories then. don't. So calories don't count on your birthday. Is that it? Yeah. Calories don't. I'm carrying like over six hundred and some from my first day, so I'm all right. So that'll be a slice of cake, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that'll, that'll be one of your coffees that you drink. I don't your drink large coffee. Fucking. What was that coffee you got? The other, you went to Costa the other day I, and you got. Yeah, like a, you I got, met, you got, I met you him got, in Costa. You the got other a cup day. of. <sighs> got a cup of coffee you could swim in. So <laughs> yeah. these guys want me to lose some weight. Go, on, right? go ahead, Chappie. Go ahead. You, you lose some weight. You were there. This is the support group I get. I just get fat shamed twenty four freaking seven. <laughs> Well, don't be fat then. Anyway, I met you at Costa the other day. I met you at Costa and I bought you... No, sorry, I bought myself a double espresso because it's only like 12 calories. And you asked for a large hot chocolate with hazelnut syrup. Exactly. And I worked out. I was like, that's nearly 500 calories. Tasted good. That's like a lunch. And then you had that healthy yoghurt... Which had about four right, Can we get back to the fucking in. bikes, you absolute nonce? And 14 Come teaspoons on. of sugar. Get on with it. <laughs> fucking hell. Uh, before we go anywhere Fatty. else, uh, before, we go, before we go any further, just a uh, little word of appreciation for Harvey for continuing to get in touch. It's not the yes. first time he sent us an email. Uh, been a big part of the show this week, Harvey. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Keep it up. We do appreciate it. We like we like it when people get in touch. We like to know that somebody's actually listening and paying attention, even though we do talk absolute bullshit. Right, so that's uh, the TT. Do we need to go into any more? Nah, more or less. All we want to talk about it and all. Anybody? Mind you, one of the riders, yeah. can't remember his name, but one of the riders did get hit square on in the helmet at 200 miles per hour by a fucking bird. And you mm-hmm. should have seen the state seen of his it. helmet. I've seen the helmet. I seen the helmet. I seen it on social media. He ended media. up with two black eyes oh. and a lot of bird guts in his helmet. <laughs> also, a little mention to uh, Michael Russell. Yes, Jack. So, and and his first super sport or super super bike race, he came like twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Mm. Uh, super sport, he got like twenty fifth, twenty sixth. Sidecar, he got twenty fifth, twenty sixth. I don't know what he got in the super stock. I didn't see, but today in the super twin, the last I heard, he was in thirteenth just before he That's crossed really the line, good. and he was a good bet in front of anybody mm. else. So I, I'm pretty sure he got thirteenth in the super stock. Mm, so yeah. well done, Michael Russell. I think on one of the yeah. races he was on his uh, BMW thousand RR and he got nineteenth in that. So that's pretty good. That must have been the super stock today, mm. then. Um, but. That's decent. Like I know, 
I know I'm trying to like, well I'm on a little bit better it doesn't matter 13th is class if we could just break into that top 10 how amazing would yeah, that be yeah it would be class I have been keeping in touch yeah. with him uh, but he is very busy so his, <laughs> his replies are very yeah, few and yeah. far between but uh, he's, he's probably thinking, oh Jesus, that's far away. <laughs> leave me alone. Just leave me alone and let me race for fuck's sake. Yeah, probably. No, I haven't got your fucking stickers on my bike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Right. Well, we move on from the TT and talk about <sighs> the world superbikes. Yeah, <laughs> right. so you guys are going to have to lead on this because I haven't got a Scooby. The first race was awful. Right, so at the very start, they were lined up on the grid. They'd done the warm-up lap. And then I just see this puff of smoke and somebody start waving their arms. And it turns out it was Brad Ray, which I was gutted Oh, about. no. So we had a problem yeah. at the start. I can't remember if he started at the back. They did another warm-up no, lap. No, so, so he had a problem at the start. They had to seal him into the pit lane to have a look at it. They did another warm-up lap. He joined him in the warm-up lap. And then they had to start at the very back of the grid, which was annoying right. because Brad Ray had, I believe he had got his best qualifying session. Mm. That was his best qualifying. And he had to, excuse me, he had to start at the back. So, yeah. Pretty much as, as British fans, the number one reason why we, we watch it, obviously Johnny Ray and all that, but, you know, we all, we're really rooting for Brad Ray this year because it's his first year. Mm. Yeah. And he, that goes in hands anyway. Yeah. So apart from and that, then I just yeah. I just put boring race after that because it was awful. It was Bal- pretty much Bautista as you were just one. <laughs> yeah, it's, it pretty, it's pretty much as you were. For Where did Top Rat come Bautista second? Was uh, let's have a look. third. Get the results, no, and the so. first and the first race he came third. Oh, did he? Yeah. Ronaldo got second. All oh, right. Ronaldo got second. And. Probably something to note, the two Ducati factory riders were wearing yellow because Ducati believe they're not selling enough yellow bikes. That's why they're wearing yellow. Ah, got yeah. Mm. Because they believe that yellow is the official Ducati colour, is it not? It is, yeah. Or is it? Yeah, but they're not selling enough yellow bikes, so that's why they're wearing yellow. And I believe that the factory Ducati riders and MotoGP will also be wearing a yellow livery. It's not going to make more people buy yellow Ducatis. I'm sorry, it's not. Oh, that's just a that's a bullshit reason. That's just what they're saying. They just wanted to roll them out in yellow so that people stand out. I tell you what, there well, there is something about a yellow Ducati which does look cool though. I I, I wouldn't have one myself because I'd have to go either red or black on it. But when I, when I do see one, which is not very often, I think oh that's pretty cool actually. It is cool. But. They have to do something to get the cameras on them because let's be honest, Ronaldo usually falls off, <laughs> and then Batista's so far up, Batista's so far up the road that the cameras don't even look at him. They're all looking mm. back at second and third to see who's going to win the rest. So Lenovo and the rest of the sponsors are probably thinking eh, it's all well and good being on the championship bike, but no fuckers looking at him. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. It was a bit of a tasty fight for a little while between Bassani and Ronaldo again. I like watching them two race. Yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> a little bit of needle there, isn't there? Yeah, they do like to scrap. Right, so sprint race, uh, the sprint race again was pretty much. Well, it's probably the most interesting one of the weekend. As you were. Where did Johnny what Ray was come? Red flagged. Faster uh, sixth. Yeah, he didn't do very well. In fact, Johnny Ray has basically come out and said that. Uh, his bike's just not fast enough. They were saying, in one of the races, one of the races he came out, 
and the commentators were saying that he, he did a lap round the course and it was actually like half a second or something slower than his lap last year and it's it's like where all the other bikes have moved forward it looks like the Kawasaki has just stayed the same you know mm. what I mean so uh, how's uh, Tom Sykes to doing because this was it was this his first meet <laughs> on the BMW he crashed oh no <laughs> As if you had the ass. Well, no, I, I, I don't know, so that's why I'm asking. So he crashed in the sprint? Oh, of course you did. No, I, I don't know if it was the first race or the second race or ever, but yeah, he crashed. Yeah, crashed he crashed in the, the second race. So how did he do in the sprint? Yeah. That's cool. That was a sprint. He didn't do very well. He didn't do very well. Oh, right, okay. Well, I just thought I'd ask. Put it this way, he, he maybe did better than he did in the Kawasaki, but he didn't set the world on fire. No. And, so uh, the, the first race he finished 16th. Out of 21 finishers. So at least he finished. Yay! Yeah, it's Yay. a bit better than he did in the Kawasaki. Do it for yes. Yorkshire! Uh, and he got Tito Rabat on that Kawasaki and he fell off too. Mm. Mm. Yes, the uh, the Super Pole race, he uh, he finished 20th oh. out of 21 finishers. So it sounds like it was a great idea to move to BMW... <laughs> Well, at least he's finishing races oh, on the bike. BMW. It, it, it must be the bike. It's the bike. It's a problem. Yeah, well done, Tom. <laughs> and then the final race of the weekend, where is he? Crashed. Where is he on there? I can't find him. That's the one where he crashed. Oh, he finished 13th. He must have crashed and got back on. Yeah, 13th in bad. Right. There you go. Well, he, he finished ahead of Scott Redden in that one. Oh, by the way, if Tom Sykes, any Tom Sykes fans are listening, we're just a bit of a joke. We do like Tom Sykes nowadays, British, but we're just... Chippy doesn't. Look at his face. Chippy, Chippy, Chippy doesn't like him. He doesn't like him because yeah. he's from Yorkshire. <laughs> from Yorkshire. Uh, no, Scott Redden. So I didn't realise, we'll go to talk less later, but I didn't realise that it sounds very much like Scott Redden's been given the option where he wants to stay at BMW. Like he's been told. Yeah, well, he, he, he was given originally, I think, a two-year contract with an option to extend for like another two yeah, years. Oh. But again, you were seeing it on TV, and the commentators were talking about it, and it's almost like he feel he has to fight for his ride because Top Rat's yeah. gone there, and they still got Vandermark, and they've got Scott Redden. But at one stage, he was just like people were passing him; he was shaking his head, and mm. it's just led it's led me to think I don't like Top Rat's a a phenomenal rider he's really good at what he's doing on the Yamaha he's finished in the podium every race bar one when I think Alex Lowe's took him out or somebody took him out might have been Dominic Agater or somebody I'm not sure but he's doing really well but moving to the BMW my word it is a terrible decision yes like Scott Redden is maybe not the best rider in the world but fuck's sake he's decent enough he's not he's not down there because he's no trying yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> Tom Sykes is a world champion. He's not down there because he's not trying. Or, admittedly, Tom Sykes is maybe not at his peak, he's but he's old. not. Maybe, but he's better than 20th. Come on. Put mm. Tom Sykes in a decent bike. He's going to get. He's going to be up around top 10, 12, 13th. He's not 20th. Come on. No. He's not. And Scott Redden shouldn't be riding in a bike, shaking his head. Maybe he should be shaking his head if he's, like, you know, if there's like if he's second or third. But he's Scott Redden's got the talent to be at the front, at least in the top, fighting for the top five, top ten. He shouldn't be down where he's at. He shouldn't be down where he's at. So I think Top Rack, 
they're talking about it as if Top Rat's going to go there and perform miracles. I hope he does. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he yeah. goes there and sets the world on fire and proves to everybody that he should have been on a MotoGP bike in Yamaha. But I personally cannot see it happen. No. I no. think, I honestly think he might have just ruined his career. I think he has. Yeah. yeah. I really I do. Right. But if he fails there, I could see Yamaha just taking him back in a heartbeat. Depends, any, any Yamaha, depends what happens with Yamaha. Right, so I think we just forget about talking about World Superbike. It's boring. Well, uh, There's just, just something I want to touch on. It was Danilo Petrucci. Because you know at the start of the season he was saying about how everybody's mental in the sprint races and he doesn't like them. Hmm. Well, he yeah. caused uh, Remy Gardner and um, Agatha to crash at the start of the sprint oh, race. Oh, he did. Yeah, I've seen that. I he did. Then, That's right. Yes. He then got a long lap penalty. Ah. Um, <laughs> but then didn't he... Uh, let me see. Petrucci and Laquona then crashed again, uh, bringing out the red flag. Laquona declared unfit for the rest of the weekend, oh. and Petrucci got no penalty. Mm. But um, yeah, I thought Petrucci had a bit of a reckless Laquona. weekend, considering he was the one slating everybody in the sprint race. Poor Laquona. I like Laquona. Shut up. Yeah, Laquona didn't have a good weekend. Well, you telling me shut up? Yeah, shut up for you. Fucking specky-eyed twat. Why do you like uh, him so much? Because I do. Yeah, just. Uh, why do you like Marquez so I much? I think. Yeah, but Laquona's so average. So's Marquez. No, I don't. All he has to do is sneeze and he breaks his hip. Carry on. Uh, so, I think Petrucci's uh, annoyance was they made some developments on the bike this this week. And he was looking like he could get a good finish. And I think mm. he was just a little bit frustrated with his qualifying that he wanted to get up the pack pretty quick. Yeah. Obviously not the right way to go about it. But I was thinking, yeah. of, I know he didn't do himself any favours. I'm not saying he did. But I, again, Danilo Petrucci. I can say his first name. Danilo? 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 Danilo, I think. Da- Danilo. Anyway, Petrucci. And he's another rider that I've read fairly highly. Not saying he's going to like win world championships, but I think he's a decent rider. And I genuinely think if you put him on the factory Ducati bike, he would no maybe not win races because you got Batista there, but I think he would be a, a good second rider for the factory Ducati. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But Ducati didn't need anybody no, else. They just need yeah. somebody that's going to second or third and let Batista go and win. Well, not yeah, I think they've got <laughs> yeah they've got it right with Ronaldo. Ronaldo's happy to finish second. Do you know what Ducati need now on that bike? They need a young rider that you're not expecting to win, that maybe in three or four years' time you want to be on his peak. You need a young rider to come up. Yeah, but they're That's not going to get need. rid you of Batista because he keeps winning. <laughs> no, but I mean you keep Batista because Batista's going to win. But you, now you need you need to start developing a young rider now, a it's rider that can come in. Yeah, you need a rider that can come in and finish ninth or 10th and it's like that's fine we're developing him and then uh, two or three years from now get him to the stage where he's like right I'm ready to start winning races and then that's when Batista will fuck off and retire and you've got this yeah. like, fantastic rider like, you need like some like Gian Antonio from MotoGP hmm. should we just start talking Sally season because that's what let's not do now. that just yet I was just going to the, the final thing I'm going to point out about World Superbikes and I'm going to shut up is there's been 15 races so far, if you include the uh, Super Bowl race. Bautista yeah. has won 14 of the 15 races. Fucking hell. Yeah. 
It's just stupid. He's broke, and the only one he he's broke a record. Crashed. Yeah. He's broke. He's broke a record saying that uh, the mm. record that he's won the most races at the start of a season. Anyway, which I know there's that whole well, there's more races now than there ever was before. But yeah. Yes. Yeah, and I honestly, genuinely believe he could go the rest of the season and win every race. Mm. He probably could. Like, yeah, I, does I any, think he could. Does any of you does any of you disagree with that? That he no, could win every race this season, unless he crashes. No, I don't, I don't. I think he will. Yeah. Like I know Johnny Ray won six in a row, and he was pretty formidable. But was it that boring? Was it because I'm a Johnny Ray fan? Because we're both from the same neck of the woods, or he's a British writer. Was it that boring when Johnny Ray was winning? I don't think it was because we're British. <laughs> if it was a Frenchman or a German or something like that, I would have probably found it boring. But because he was. But British, whenever Johnny, whenever Johnny Ray was winning, he seemed like I know not all the time, but he seemed to be in a race with Tom Sykes and Charles Davies and. Yeah. They seemed to be racing them guys. Like there seemed to be a bit of needle between them. Like, like there was, like on their day, he thought they could win. Like on yeah. the day, he thought, well, Charles Davies could win it, and take, like, yes, he'd probably not win the championship. But on his day, he could win a race. I'm trying to think of who else was there. Who else was riding the bike? Or, uh, but even, even Scott last Redden year, at the time. yeah, even last year, you thought, you know, Johnny Ray or Toprak could get wins against Bautista. It wasn't guaranteed Bautista was going to win the championship, but this season it is just... You just know, don't but you, it's what, going to be Bautista. Exactly, and it's like... It's like, coming back to something I said a few weeks ago, does Dorna really want this? You know what I mean? Mm. What can they do about Dorna it, though? Is the or- I know what can they do. They can't do anything. Like, what can you do? Take another can, 250 yeah. revs off the Ducati. He's still got... He's, he won the last race by about 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. the guy could run it on a fucking pedal and pop. <laughs> Jesus, he just won the <laughs> I know he's amazing. You can't take it away from Batista. He's amazing. And... And 2019, when he came in, you thought he was going to do the same, and then obviously something happened with his head, and he started crashing, and he lost the season. So obviously he's got in check with that. So fair play to him for getting over whatever demons there was, because he was a bit of a crasher in MotoGP as well. So he's obviously found a nice balance, life, riding, comfortable. The guy is incredible. You can't take that away from him. But God, mm. it's so boring, isn't it? <laughs> it's just... Yeah... I can't really yeah. talk about the super. I can't talk much about the super sport or anything like that because I was kind of. Uh, I didn't watch any I was, of it. No, as I was saying, I was kind of distracted by. I watched a little bit of Moto America. I can't really talk about it because I haven't watched all of it. Well, I'm the only guy who watches it anyway. So I watched a bit of Moto America and I've been obviously been distracted by the TT. So yeah, I think we've all been glued to the TT pretty much. Yeah. yeah. But that's natural. We've yeah. got to do that, I'm afraid. Mm. So, if you don't like it... Yes. <laughs> Tough. Who are you talking to, Ash? <laughs> the fans. The fans of the <laughs> show. Yeah. You don't fucking like it, you can fucking <laughs> stop listening. Yeah, that's who I'm talking to. I want to go back to why you don't call people duck. Why not? Because it's I not that was a it's not Yorkshire thing. thing. I, well, it might not be from my neck at Woods Inn. Hey up, duck. No, not hey up, duck. I work. No. I work with a guy from. He keeps saying, "I'm from Donny. Yeah, I'm from Donny. I know who like he the, is. Oh, I think God. that means Doncaster. Donny is he rides so bike, rough. Oh. No, I, he doesn't work with me. He just works in the same place as me. Yeah. 
Ruff as hell is Donny. But he kept saying, help, Doc. Yeah. <laughs> he says, help, Doc. South, southern, then southern. Down south. Yeah. You're from Leeds, you're not even in the I'm north. I'm not from Leeds. Well, you're from near Leeds. Are you from north or south of Leeds? North. Oh, you maybe just you maybe just scrape into the north. Maybe. No, I am in the north. I worked out the other day. No, I worked out the other no. day that the central part of the UK is around Middlesbrough. So he's below that. So actually, Ash is a southern. Well, I'm not because I'm in northern England. Well, that's a, that's the UK. I did this once when I was procrastinating and I was bored. I measured from the south of England to the north of England and I broke it into three sections being the south, the middle and the north. And Leeds, if you do the, the little, by the, you know, by centimetres and all, by their measurements, Leeds is just at the very top of the middle. So you're just, you're... Uh, We're in northern England. Your middles. Yeah, but northern England doesn't really work when there's another... A whole country that shares your flag and your money and your government, which is basically the same country, north of you. So you can't be north of anything if Scotland's up there. We are northern England. Whenever you're going home, do you say I'm heading north? No, you head down south. I, do you know what? I still say it now. I'm off. You still say what? I'm driving. I'm driving up home. Like I still say, it, even though I'm you're going not driving up. I home. know. But I still say it because I'm so used to not being where I am now. And like, I still say it. Whereas I can say I'm from the north. You can't get much further north than where I'm from. Not right now, because I live in South England. But well, um, I am from, from the north because it's northern England and England's the best out of all me, of them. So. I, I step out of my house. I step out of my house and walk into the sea. I'm walking into the North Sea. Or the Irish Sea, one or the other. I'm not very good at geography. <laughs> <laughs> no, Northern England, 100%. And um, anyway, the best out of all of them. But anyway, carry on. Not as good as Devon. Should we bring this back to bike? Shit all is Devon. Yes. Uh, uh, so we've got this little bit about the MotoGP and then we'll get on to silly season, shall we? Oh, I want to go on to silly season. I'm yeah, I know, but we've got this little bit about MotoGP. It's only little. That's me scratching my head. Hello. <laughs> right. Wait, what would you feed? Yes. Who's who's doing the talking? Ash, you've not talked in a while. You do it. Well, uh, hang on. He's he's like, hold on till I find where I'm at All in the right. dock because I've yeah. not yes. been following. As usual. Do you want me to do it? If you want to, I was just about to do it because you're bitching at me. <laughs> We're such a professional podcast. <laughs> now you do ask. Go ahead. So, Paul Spargo is planning on returning to Mugello if he gets the all clear to race. If not, he's aiming for the Saxon ring. You might be in for a Saxon ring a few times. You. But <laughs> <laughs> um, how long's that been now that Paul Spargo has been out? Then he went out First at the beginning of the of season. Yeah, he went out at the beginning of round one. Canal. So He's like, probably lucky even when he did because if he hadn't, Mark Marquez was a property. Oh, well, it's good he's oh, coming back a, anyway, at joke, least. Joke. Yeah, because yeah, he was really badly smashed. He was. Up. He, he was. Because he, re- he, yeah. he hit the barrier and the bike hit him, didn't it? Mm. And then after he hit the yes. barrier, they're like, oh, maybe we'll put an air fence in here. That seemed like a mm. good idea. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Now. 
<laughs> that was at Portimao when they're like, oh, Portimao's. Well, Portimao, yeah, and they're like, Portimao's not safe. <laughs> so, oh, now you tell us. You've got to fix this gravel. Oh, great. Tell us that now. And then my bike has flipped and hit me. Mm. Oh, it's good he's coming back. It's nice to see him coming back. He's, he, I doubt he'd be very competitive, but just get him on the bike. I'm sure he'd get a, an applaud, and fans will be happy to see him out there and fitting well in vertical commas. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And uh, is it Lorenzo Della Porta? Have I said that right? Lorenzo yes, Dallaporta, yes. And SAG Racing have parted ways. They have. That's just five rounds. Shame, like, so he was Moto3 world champion. Why is that then? Do we know? Ago. I think it's just poor results. Right. He's never really done it in Moto2. Why yeah. is that not in the news? Yeah. Well, it's, well, I don't really consider it major news. It's kind of just something to quickly mention. Just needed something to talk about yeah. more GPA. Yeah, and can you also buy me a bit of time because I'm trying to find out if anybody's replacing him, so just talk among <laughs> yourselves. <laughs> well, I'm hoping... Uh... So, SAG SAG Racing, SAG Racing aren't going to part ways with Lorenzo Della Porta unless they believe they've got somebody to come in there. They're not just going to have a space and no fella. That's true. So, do you reckon it's going to slot mm. in there, then? Is that Moto2? That's Moto2, yeah. Who, who could they get in for Moto Two? Like, who needs a ride? Don't know. I'm trying to oh, think of anybody. That, I'm trying to think of anybody. Like, obviously, you can bring somebody from Moto Three, but the people you're going to bring from Moto Three is the people that are fighting for a championship, and they're why would they want to come up? They'll want to keep fighting for the Moto Three championship. Mm. Mm. Or you bring somebody down from Moto GP. It's not doing well, but again. There's nobody in MotoGP. Maybe there's a test rider or something like that, but I'm not entirely sure. It seems a bit strange that they would just part ways with somebody if they hadn't anything. They must have something planned. Yeah. I mean, MotoGP's next weekend. Or has SAG Racing, maybe, like, if they just ran into financial troubles and that's why they've had to stop it because they're like, maybe it's not Lorenzo Della Porta, maybe it's just like. You know what? We're really sorry. We can't afford to run the bike. We're going to have to pull mm. out. Yes. Right. So here we go. I found the replacement. I've never heard of him. Tiger Harder. Ivor Hardy. <laughs> Tiger Tiger Harder. Haga Harder. He's uh, he's Japanese. He calls himself Tiger Harder, but his <laughs> name's T A I G A H A D A. Oh, I like that. Tiger Harder. Yeah. Tiger Harder. I'm sure I'm uh, pronouncing that wrong, but it's it's like Tiger Sounds like something out of a... Like something like a Harder. I was thinking Tiger that as well. Harder. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's the guy, yeah. The Tiger King goes wild. <laughs> it looks it, like he's the any, guy to replace him. But which is good because... Have you got any Dalla idea where he's racing at at the minute, or...? Uh, oh, no, you're asking me. I've just put my phone away. <laughs> But I mean, what was Lorenzo Dallaporta? Was he Italian? So we got rid of an Italian and got a new Japanese guy, so. Yeah, Lorenzo's a very Spanish name. No, I'm pretty sure he was Italian. I'm sure he is. Uh, He was, it looks like he was racing in Japanese championships, so. Oh, well, let's uh, hope he does well. Well. 
I mean, I've, I haven't really got any feeling towards him. Well, neither have I, but no, I with a name like Tiger Harder, that's cool. Get on Tiger. We're obviously Romeo's... pronouncing that wrong. We're pronouncing that wrong. We apologise. We've never heard of him before. But the thing is, yeah. if you're bringing somebody in from a Japanese championship, he's not proven. Obviously, in the Japanese championship, he's maybe doing all right. But he's not proven. You're getting rid of Lorenzo Della Porta, like you said, Moto3 champion. Hmm. Something's gone on there. Mm, yeah, Something's happened. Something wrong. Has to be. Something has to be going on. God, we killed a lot of time then, didn't we, while I was trying to find yeah, out. Yeah, right. What an anti-climax. Right. So, Should we go Tiger on to silly harder. season? Let's talk about silly season. I've been looking forward to silly season. Most of this is just bollocks. Hopefully it'll... Right. So I think we should have a jingle for silly season. Try and find a jingle. S- silly... Silly season, silly season, silly season. What are you? I'm trying to make something up, and you're just doing like some fucking circus tune. I think it should be the music from when Falk and Skull come in on Power Rangers. Oh God, I've never seen it. Me and my mate, whenever we were drunk, we used to play this game where we'd set a table up and he would he would hide below it and then every now and again pop up and he would go do and whilst he was doing that I'd stand at the other end of the room with a toilet roll and whenever whenever he'd pop his head up I would just throw toilet roll and I would usually bounce it off the table and try and hit him in the head just as he popped up. And then sometimes when he wasn't looking, I'd swap the toilet roll for something else and I'd just throw stuff at him. And then you'd touch each other. These were like late night these were late night parties about <laughs> three in the morning, four in the morning. You can imagine what sort of state we were in. <laughs> yes. Bottle of Buckfast later and started throwing shit at each other. I'll never forget, um, on a night out, we went back to me, uh, my mate's house. His dad was out drinking with us and uh, he, as we walked in, he got in before us. And there was two Nerf guns waiting at the door. So as we went in, we were like, well... Oh, just picked him up and then walked in his dad was nailing us with a nerf gun so we started firing back we were on a full on nerf war at about 4 in the morning pissed up and he ran out of bullets so next thing you know I'm getting 2 litre bottles of tonic water flying out of the kitchen door aiming straight for reds put a load of holes in the freaking plasterboard <laughs> absolutely nuts I like drunken <laughs> drunken <next. laughs> Well, what about that night we were at uh, Jace's Halloween party, me and you, Sam? There was loads of us, and we got drunk and started slapping each other. Yeah, that was me started that. Yeah, until you then gouged me in the eye. I Usually, wherever I go, we end up slapping each other yeah. in the face. It's kind of like a thing where I'm from, where we get drunk and start slapping each other. The first time my wife came back to Northern Ireland... She, we were out the back garden and the rain was falling and me and all my mates were out there slapping the face of each other and she was getting a bit worried and my sister turned around to her and was like, no, nah, that's always happens. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fine, don't worry about it. We just slapping the face of each other. I done it once at a party at work and I spoke to a guy a few weeks later and he says, I was seconds from ringing the police before I realised you were just not going to fuck each other for no reason. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's just what we do. Anyway, will we talk silly season? Yeah. Silly season. I thought you were researching something. Like that, as well. I thought you were looking for something. Trying. No, I was just looking for this. Right. So before we go on to before we start talking silly season, can I talk a little bit about the the Mark Marquez rumor that he might be going to <sighs> KTM? Yeah. So I found 
So I found this a couple of weeks ago. It was on social media, so fuck knows how authentic it is. But I've put it on here. So Pitt Barrier, I don't know if that's his name. Byra, Pitt Byra, the director of KTM Motorsport, denies rumours of Mark Marquez being with KTM in 2024. He says, Right now, I felt like I should put on an accent, but I don't know where he's from. <laughs> right now, <laughs> right now, we have four very strong MotoGP riders under contract. So kudos to us that people are talking about the possibility of Mark Marquez joining KTM. Uh, Red Bull is not a problem for us. Mark Marquez is out of the question for KTM because if he wins, it's because it's Mark Marquez, but if he loses, it's because it's the bike. So it's a, it's a lose-lose situation for KTM. So that's what he said. He also added... Uh, well, I'm not going to. Basically, he said Mark Marquez gets 15, 20 million a year, and KTM can't pay that, whereas Honda can't. Yeah. So he's basically just come out and said, realistically, he's not coming to KTM. Well, I think KTM. But of course, KTM he would say are that. doing good enough anyway with what they're doing. They yeah. should keep doing what they're doing, and they'll be fine. And they'd be better off going with Pedro Costa if they're going to get a, another rider. He needs to go to KTM. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he would be. Right, so we mentioned I mean, it before th- earlier. Mm. Sorry, go ahead. But I was just going to say everything that we've got on this list is basically what we've picked up over the weekend or over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, and what by all means, if anybody, saying. if anybody has any other sort of silly season nonsense that they want to throw in, just send us an email. Like Harvey, if you've got anything, or Big Daza, if you've got anything, or anybody else that's listening, if you want to send us an email and get in touch and just let us know any rumours you've heard. Or just make shut up. That's what rumours are. I heard this. <laughs> yeah. I heard Mark Marquez is going to ride the TT next year. That's what I heard. <laughs> somebody said somebody said that it would absolutely mince Michaelton Lop riding the TT. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't dare. Right. So, we've already discussed 15th of July... Scott Redden has got a decision to make whether he wants to stay at BMW or not. Don't know if that means it's in his hands or if it's not in his hands. Obviously, he can extend for a year. Uh, we know that uh, we know that Top Rack's going to BMW. It just leaves that for question. So, like anyway, there's a rider that's going to be available. BMW can't have three riders. They're going to have two. So, are they going to keep Scott Redden? Is he going to stay? Are they going to keep Vandermark? I think given the choice, they keep him, but I don't know if Scott Redden would want to stay. Mm. Mm, but where is he but going to go what, if he doesn't? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. What options are open to him? Moto 2. Go back to Moto 2 and try it again. No, I think either go back to BSB or retire. Mm. He's too young to retire. How old? No, I think he's, he's what, 35, is he? Is he that old? About test rider. That's know, the thing with British riders. British riders take so long to get up to speed whereas you know Italian riders Spanish riders are winning championships by the time they oh come god, out oh god he's younger than me yeah he's not that old he's like 26 he's 27 th- 30 30 yes. 30 you think of the riders are 30 he's 30 Sam Lowe's is 30 Mark Marquez is 30 like I worry though that he's going to end up going backwards he's going to go to like Prochetti he Kawasaki, won't go there where can he go he's not going to go where to can Prochetti. he go somewhere like Yam- that Yamaha, he could maybe go to Yamaha. Scott Redden could go to Yamaha, but would they take him? Mm, I don't think. I don't think they would. Where's he going to go? He was it, like he was in MotoGP. Like you would think, like, MotoGP is the pinnacle. That's where you want to be. If you can't do MotoGP, go to Superbikes. You want to Superbikes. You went on to arguably a championship winning bike on the Ducati. And let's be honest, he threw it down the road a few times. So 
Mm. It wasn't well, all. I've just had a thought. You see, uh, I'm not going to say it, but you see number six on our list, maybe being the yeah. teammate in that team, potentially. Is that a rumour? Have you heard? Like, we'll come to that in a minute, right? So that's, that's possible. <laughs> that was that's mentioned possible. on the World Superbikes this weekend. All right. Right, so. Right, so we got Scott Redden floating around and Vandermark. Yes. We got Scott Redden. We got Vandermark. There's only one bike. Both of them might end up going somewhere else. Who knows? But yeah. So, what else have we got down here? Alex Lowe's to Honda, swapping seats with Xavi Vierge. So Xavi Vierge... No, no. In, uh, oh, no, sorry. I, I seen Alex and I was thinking... Alex you haven't just done an Yeah, Ash, he's just you? done a me. No I, was, no, I was thinking Alex Marquez, to be honest. He said Alex Lowe's and I had Alex Marquez in my head and I was thinking, mm. why would he go... Why would he go to World Superbikes? All right, anyway, yeah. so Alex Lowe's to Honda, swapping with... I think that would be good Zach. for Alex Lowe's. I think he should stay not where he is. Because... No, nah, because he's, he's not, always going to be in Johnny Ray's shadow. No, but what are you going to do in the Honda? The Honda is shit. Yeah, yeah but it's the not Kawasaki's so not exactly amazing this year, is it? No, it's not. It's not, no. but it's better than like the Honda. Say, if he's, if he's, but it's like he says, if he stays in Kawasaki, he's always going to be Johnny Ray's shadow. He's always going to be there. Yeah. Even if it like, even if it is marginally better than Johnny Ray, Johnny Ray's still going to be the bike. Like he's going to be the pillar of Kawasaki because he's six yeah. times champion. So I get, I get what you mean. I get what you mean. But mm-hmm. Honda, really, that comes down to where else can you go? He's been in a Yamaha. He's tried it. He's been on a Kawasaki. He's going to go to Honda, and mm-hmm. then he's going to go to race superbikes. That's what's going on. No, I, I can't <laughs> see him. Nah, I, th- I think he'd be better at Kawasaki. I, I think he should like, go to Honda. It's like it's like Chapat was saying. It's not about. It's maybe not about race results for him because he's not getting the results at Kawasaki anyway. Yeah, but who's so who's then going to jump on the Kawasaki? Well, we've got some names further down the list. <laughs> right. So <we've> got, <laughs> where's where's Savi Fierhe going to go then? Uh, to Honda. Uh, sorry, to Kawasaki. Swap in with Alex Lowe's. I'll just swap him with Alex Lowe's. Mm. That was the rumour. <laughs> ah, I don't know about that. But I don't even know if Xavi Vierge is the best Honda rider. Is the Quona mm, better? Yeah. Mm, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. No, I genuinely think he is, mm. yeah. So why would they why go would... with Vierge over... Xavi Vierge, just on a Kawasaki at the minute, just doesn't sound... No. <laughs> it just it doesn't... The Quona on the Kawasaki. Get on to no, that that doesn't do it for me either. No, it doesn't uh, for me. It's like Ronaldo on a Ducati. It's just mm. not. You don't think that's where he really belongs, right? Number two, I get this one. I agree with this one. Well, say I agree with. It. I can see this one happen. Dominic Agata promoted to factory Yamaha. I can see that he's bloody good rider. Yeah. Dominic Agata, two-time Super Sport champion, some sort of Moto E champion or some bullshit like that. Yeah. Mm. Not said bullshit, but you know it's Moto E. But <laughs> <laughs> he's good. Two super sport championships. He's obviously a talented rider, and he was he was doing all right this weekend. You know what I mean? He's a decent rider. Put him on a decent bike. But then, just to play devil's advocate, uh, with uh, Remy Gardner as teammate, you know, Moto Two champion, Moto GP mm. rider. Do you reckon they could maybe think whoever finishes higher out then gets the ride? Or I like Remy Gardner. I don't know. Mm. I like him as well. 
So I don't know who you go for out those two to promote them to factory Yamaha. I like Remy Gardner as well, and I think the paddock likes Remy Gardner because of his name. Yes. Mm. I think it, gonna... you know it's just quickly you know, just, I was thinking I was thinking why don't we talk about that one next I was actually going yes, to say number I think of, it makes more sense so, so keeping on with Yamaha we've got Dominic Agata or Remy Gardner who might go to Yamaha but we've got Dominic Agata I think Dominic Agata would be the better choice maybe I mean, but are we going to agree that Locatelli's probably going to stay because you, you can't see him getting rid of him what for Yamaha yeah for the factory Yamaha he's, he's going to stay not, there isn't he have they not already said that he's they're keeping him have they not already come out and said that they might have done, mm. I don't know. It's good, he's good I, as Locatelli, and he always gets I think results. I, yeah. I think when I was watching Superbikes, they were talking about Sally season a little bit, and I think one of them mentioned that they've already come out and said they're going to keep Locatelli. Mm. Yeah. So I think yeah, he's, he's pretty safe. He's, yeah. yeah, yeah, he's pretty safe. Well, let's be honest, he's the best of the rest, isn't he? Yeah. Because he's mm. usually coming fourth. Or, he doesn't have a great weekend this weekend. Right no, enough, but, but he usually, he's usually very oh. consistent, so I, I can't see him yeah. going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the next one we got here is another Yamaha link. Morbidelli link with Yamaha Superbikes. Yeah. That's so what we thought the other day, wasn't it? So you got Franco Morbidelli leaving MotoGP Yamaha factory team and going to Britain or World Superbikes Yamaha factory team, which I think would be a decent move. But I don't think Morbidelli will want to do it. I don't but think he's got a choice. Uh, it might not be up to Morbidelli. They don't yeah. always have a choice. The worst one I ever seen who didn't have a choice was Marco Melandri because he was doing well in World Superbikes and they sent him to MotoGP and he fucking hated <laughs> it. And he hated being in MotoGP because he wasn't competitive enough and he could have won a championship mm. as a World Superbike rider. And then yeah. they sent him back to World Supers, but that time he didn't give up. <laughs> yeah, so Franco Morbidelli linked with Yamaha in World Superbikes. I think I could tasty. see that. Yeah, I could that's see tasty. That, that that sounds good because I don't want to I don't want to speak bad of a taste of the guy's amazing, but in MotoGP he was fairly mediocre. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he wasn't given the he wasn't given the right bike at the time. He wasn't exactly given a factory ride, so he's got that argument. That's why I think if he went to MotoGP in a factory ride, he could maybe show a few people wrong. But anyway, back to Morbidelli. He got a factory ride for a reason. Decent rider. Get put him on a Yamaha. Swap him with top rack, maybe one a race, up yours to top rack, see, I'm better than you. That's why you didn't get a fucking MotoGP ride, because you're shy. It's <laughs> 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 obviously not, he's an amazing rider, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. This, is what, this is the way Yamaha might be looking at it. Send Morbidelli there, actually won a race. Yeah, because like, I mean, he finished, he finished runner-up in, I can't remember which year it was. 2020. Uh, 2020 he finished runner-up in the MotoGP championship yeah. and he still shows little glimpses here and there that he is a good rider and let's let's be honest the MotoGP Yamaha M1 is shot yeah it's it's yeah. not good it's nowhere, the it's nowhere near a championship winning no. bike like not, I say even Quattararo's in trouble in that oh. like, like come on so mm. he's not exactly good he's not exactly got the engine under him to set the world alight does he so go yeah. to world superbikes like that. Yeah. I don't really agree with this next one though. No, I don't at all. No. Bassini to Honda. No. Fuck off. <laughs> Bassani. Bassini to Ducati, I could see. It's not Bassini anyway, Bassani. Bassani. Please stop saying Bassini. <laughs> Bassani. You made, you made me yeah. say it. 
You've made you say it, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Bassani to Honda. Where are you getting this from? Or did you just make this one up? No, that was on uh, on the weekend as well. I can't see that. that happening at all. Oh. I still think they might put Bassani onto the fire trip. You can't even That's make... what I thought. But then I think they said... But then where like... does Ronaldo go? <laughs> Honda. Well, this is the thing. I might be making this up. <laughs> I might be making this up, but um, I think they said something like Bassani's getting sick of not getting his chance at Ducati. Oh, so right. they, he oh, might so be, that I'm might be the reason six why. six steps back and go to Honda. Well, top rack. Yeah, he's... yeah top, well, we've talked about that. We don't mm, yeah. he's, just through the, he's just through the toys out of the pram. But if Bassani goes to Honda, he's doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. 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 I, he's doing exactly I the same either... thing. Either stay where he is or push for the. I don't think he should around. stay where he is. He's still getting results. Mm. He has to just go out and no crash anti Ronaldo. <laughs> to do. Stop scrapping. Just go out and. Yeah. Right. This next one, you've just basically it's like it's, <laughs> it's basically just throw you just threw paint at a wall and <laughs> expect a color to come up. It's like DG. Gian Antonio speaking to Yamaha, Ducati, Kawasaki, Honda, BMW. (laughs) He's speaking to every motherfucker, that's right. (laughs) He's speaking to Yamaha, Ducati and Kawasaki for next year. Yes. Well, that's not much of a rumour. Well, what bike's he on already? He's on the Ducati, uh, Grassini Ducati in MotoGP, but he's not performing. Is this this World Superbikes or is this... This is World Superbikes. Because he's n- he's not at a level in MotoGP where he can no, just speak to anybody and go no, wherever he no. wants. He's the worst Ducati rider in that paddock. Yeah. What when you say speaking to Ducati factory or satellite World Superbike team? I can't uh, see him going know. factory. No, probably not factory. Maybe Bassani. You, you never know. I could see him replacing Alex Lowe's if Alex Lowe's. But you say Xavi Fierhe is going to go on to Kawasaki, but I could see DG <laughs> Antonio going on to that Kawasaki. Possibly. Possibly. I didn't make this rumour. This is just what he I has, heard. He say he has speaking to Kawasaki. Or, there's so many riders just going everywhere. <laughs> there's a lot of talent about now. I think the one that excites me the most so far is Morbidelli going to the, or the World Superbike yeah. Yamaha team. I think that's yeah. good. I, that, that excites me. Because I think he could go in there and do a decent. He's yeah. got, like, he would have a decent. Like, if he, yeah, he's got a decent bike. He's got a podium bike. He's got a podium setting bike if he goes to that Yamaha. He's got a bike that mm. can set in the podium. Yes. Um, but the last one is the one that's that, that's getting me quite excited. The last one. Is this what, the so this one's pretty much been confirmed. It's been mentioned on the show on World Superbikes. It's. Like, or yeah, is this, th- th- this is what was meant. This is a rumor mentioned at the weekend. Right. Do you want to go for it? You're the one that heard uh, it. Okay. I watched the World Superbikes. I never heard that, so I'd get very excited. <laughs> so Mark VDS and Sam Lowe's uh, speaking with Yamaha and Ducati for next year in World Superbikes. I hope it's a Ducati. I don't really mind who it's mm. with. I mean, Ducati. Mm. You probably think, yeah. He's so that'll be the chance, that'll be the Lowe's brothers. In the same, imagine the that. same thing, in the same. Race. But surely they'll have if they have two riders that Mark VDS team, and they imagine if they went for Alex Lowe's as It'd be well. Be cool to get them together, wouldn't it? 
yeah. in, in the same under the same that, thing. That would be a rivalry. That <laughs> yeah, it would. Wouldn't I'm it? not sure if that would work. I'm not sure if it would work having two twin brothers. I mean, look at look team. at Mark and Alex Marquez. That didn't work, did it? I mean, I know it was to do with the bikes, but no, I don't think that would work. Mm. But Mark VDS. Hold on, did uh, this is like going on a massive tangent. Whenever, uh, whenever uh, Scott Redden nearly won his Moto Two Championship before he moved to Moto GP, was he not riding a Mark VDS bike? Yeah. Mark VDS twenty ten to twenty thirteen. Yeah, and that's the year he nearly. That's whenever he nearly won the championship. Mm. So. If Mark VDS comes into World Superbikes and Scott Red needs a ride. Yes. He also raced with them in 2015 on the um, Emoto GP as well. So Mark does it VDS. not stand to a little bit does it not stand to a little bit of reason that Mark VDS mm. comes over, Scott Redden needs a ride, he gets on a Ducati or a Yamaha with Mark VDS with Sam Lowe's there's a British team. Now that would be a team cool. be support. That would be cool, wouldn't it? That's cool. I like this. I like this. Can we do and silly like season Mark... every week? <laughs> I like the Mark VDS livery as well. So that's that. Next year, Mark VDS Ducati is coming over. Sam Lowe's, Scott Redden, Bosch. Yes. I'm, I'm already getting a Mark VDS hoodie. <laughs> yeah, got mine ordered. Got mine in the post. Ash has bought three. Uh, yeah, let's do this next week as well. Let's do more silly season, even sillier season. We'll yes. just start making stuff up of stuff that we want to happen. You've already made stuff up. Half of this is just bullshit. You just made up. <laughs> Michael Dunlop and Joey. Uh... <laughs> no, I was going to say Johnny Ray. That's it, Johnny Ray. John- Johnny Ray and Michael Dunlop on a uh, Ducati. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we'll yeah, just make stuff up. Right. Um, you put a question in no, there, Chippy. Right. I have. This is a question I thought this morning in the shower, weirdly. I wasn't thinking Oh, of when, when you were having your hour and a half it's shower. Just, it's because I spend so long in the shower, I've got a lot of time to think. Anyway, this question came into my head. Do you think British Superbike bikes should have electronics similar to World Superbike bikes so it sets British riders up better for the world stage? So Brad Ray, if he had had the last few years electronics similar to uh, world superbikes would he have settled in possibly quicker and better when he moved up um i'm not entirely sure i don't know i don't really know the ins and outs on the electronics so i know it's like a massive difference so when they move up that is like the biggest challenge that they have is the electronics to do with like the computer and stuff like that then like yeah I think so. How, I, I, don't, I, don't know I think it's so. It, I, I, I think a lot of it's to do with like engine mapping because you can change engine mapping throughout the race, so you can go from one to another. Yeah. And it's trying to get used to that, and it's it's trying to know, like sometimes listening to other podcasts and stuff. It's trying to know when you have to put your faith and trust in the electronics in the bike, and when mm. you know that electronics are going to do the work for you rather than you battling with it. Yes. Uh, I guess it 
I guess it comes down to affordability because the thing about British Superbikes, one of the reasons why you like it, Chappie, is because you've said this before, it's dads and lads and their van mm. who can pull up at the side that they can they can obviously they're they're putting a lot of finances into it. They can pull up at the track on a Friday, Thursday morning, whatever, they can get their bike out, they spent all week working on it, they spent all their wages on it, they're eating bread bodies because that's all they got to eat <laughs> to get that bike out there. If you start if you start putting on electronics, it comes down to who's got the biggest pocket. Yeah, yeah. And then you're going to have FHO is absolutely going to kill it, or Beer Monster Ducati. And at the minute, I know they're the guys that's winning it, but at least other people have a chance. So, I would say that's a big reason as to why electronics isn't a part of it. Mm. Plus, if you mm. if you crash in race one and your bike goes flying up the road and you're a single mechanic looking after a dad and a son team, and you're there trying to fix a bike and you're like. I just haven't got what it takes, you know, financially yes. or to fix the electronics in this bike. So I'd say that's a big reason as to why there's no electronics in British super bikes. Mm. Yeah. Probably right there. I don't know if that's true. I am so... And then I don't know about other... Ch- I don't know about other championships. Like, if you talk about the Australian super bikes or the American super bikes or even the Italian super bikes or whatever, are they allowed electronics in their bikes? So whenever they step into World Superbikes, do they have an advantage? I'm not, again, I'm not sure. Mm. Right. I am. So we're pretty much we're pretty much done. But I'm so looking forward to going to Knock Hill. By the way, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Yeah, I am as well. Well, well that's not my even, 84 hour weeks. It's not even this weekend. I know so, it's not. I, yeah. I messed up there. It's because I'm excited about it. Get excited. Get excited. Mm-hmm. But I cannot I wait. Can imagine how excited you get if you're a child. He is a massive child. You are a big ass child. I'm big ass kid. That's what you are. So, please, I'm sort of happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Do you know what happened to me the other night? So I've said I've went two or three nights without drinking. I went to bed the other night and I just lay there and I was awake and I could not get to sleep. So I came downstairs and I played some more Star Wars and the Xbox. And I was just depressed. I was thinking, God, it's so bad. I can't even sleep without drinking alcohol. I am an alcoholic. (laughs) (laughs) I can't even get to sleep without drinking alcohol anymore. Just like, God, I've got to do something about this. Well, I went out for a drink for for (laughs) the other night on Friday night. And it's been a long time since I've gone out for a drink. And I sat there and I I, I told myself I was only going to have soft drinks because I didn't want to drink. And uh, I tried to drink like I used to. So I got a pint and that went down pretty quickly. I thought, oh, it wasn't too bad. Then I got another pint. That went down quickly. Then I got another pint. Had that and I was smashed. Smashed off three pints. I was, I've, I was trying to message you two and I just couldn't type. You yeah, can never that, type that, anyway. You, you yeah, can't spell. We didn't know you were drunk. <laughs> Except the only reason we knew you weren't normal Ash is because you weren't putting the correct words after it with a little star. Ash does this thing where he, he writes a sentence or a paragraph <sighs> and about six words are spelt wrong. And then he just puts little messages <sighs> of the words spelt right with a star next to it. That's because if I don't, you two will go, ah, can't, you'll put that stupid meme with the old bastard that's trying to read the freaking paper (laughs) (laughs) that guy yeah but i i i know i make mistakes i know i do but 
I know how pedantic Chappie is, and he knows how pedantic I am. So if I am even slightly questionable, I just highlight the word and I look it up and I see what it means to make sure I've got the right word. I'd rather take an extra two seconds to make sure I've got the right word than have Chappie tell me I'm wrong. No, having you two being so pedantic and bouncing off each other, it's hard work. Yeah, but it really is. is. You mess up. You mess up really simple words like aisle. When you say oh, I'll go so and get. It's really annoying. And I-L-E. It's, and and it's not even annoying. If you use predictive text, it's it's more difficult to write A-L-E than it is to write A-L-E-L. But I use predictive text and it comes out as that. No, what you don't. Type A-L-E-L. Because mine doesn't do it. Oh, mine doesn't do it and you've got an iPhone. Look, I can't spell. All right, <laughs> just deal with it. No, but your phone can't. And the thing is, we've corrected you on this so Don't many times care. and you still spell Don't it that care. way. It's three letters. Does it affect your life? Does it? Well, it annoys me no. every time it I see it. It annoys me when I see your face. Yeah, but, we're just, but I see it. it just, we're just trying to better you, no. actually. That's it. We're just yeah. trying to get you to... I've got f- this far through life without having to spell certain words. Without <laughs> being able to spell either. Oh, well. I'm here, I'm breathing. What have we got to look what have we got to look forward to? Knock Hill this week. That's what so, we've got to look on. No. That's No, next that's weekend. a follow on weekend, you dumbass. It's not this weekend. <laughs> it's the following weekend after you've put it down here. BSB Knock Hill. And some <laughs> and it's obviously Chappie's put in. That's the week after. So this weekend okay. we've got MotoGP Magello and they will be talking silly season, so we'll have more silly season next next week as well. Next week on the pod we'll have more silly season because they're sure to be talking about it. And uh I'm going to throw it out here. This, I've been thinking about this for weeks now. What, is this your prediction? This is my prediction. I don't know if it's race or if it's Please be Sarko. No, I genuinely think this is the week Marquez might want to race. I genuinely do. He's had, a, he's had what, three, four weeks testing mm. or three, four weeks time. I think this might be the one. I think he might come out and want to race. It's going to be, be race, But I still... Oh, don't go with Bagnaia. I was going to go with that. Right, all, all right, you go with Bagnaia then. I'm going to go with Marco Bezzecchi. Okay. Because no, I'm just it's going to be an Italian. It's going to be an Italian on a Ducati. It's going to be. No. Bezzecchi, Bezzecchi's number one trait, and the reason he's doing so well in the championship is because he's Mr. Consistent. He just doesn't come off a lot. So when everybody else is failing and falling off, he's always there, Mr. Consistent. So I don't think he's won the race. Well, pers- mm. I I reckon it will be Bagnaia, really, but obviously Chippy wanted to pick him. But it's going to be an Italian and I think Bagnaia, on a Ducati. And I think Bagnaia has something to prove, because he always has to feel he's got something to prove. And it might get to his head, and he might come nah, off again. I think he's having it. I think he's having all three. Uh, two, even. Something that I think we can all agree on, though, is Joanne Mir's not going to finish. Joanne Mir will not finish the race. <laughs> No, I hope he does. I hope he does finish the race. <laughs> I do as well. I, I feel bad for him. He's having such a bad he season. He really is. And I th- just finish the race. Just get to even if he finished twentieth. Just finish the race. Just get to the yeah. end of the race. That would be nice to see. I hate talking about Quattararo as well. Such a I feel bad sorry season. for him. He talked about Mark Marquez season. is going to be there. Okay, no, I don't yeah, think Mark Marquez will win it. Mm. I think he will. I think he won the sprint race. I do. No, I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll win. It's going to be Ducati because that long straight. Yeah. 
to the finish line. I All right then, Ducati. Just Your hands aren't great. Say the line, Sam. <laughs> sprint race will no, be do you know Brad not, do you know, on the sprint. No, do you know who we've not mentioned? Jorge Martin. Yeah, Ducati. yeah, he's very good actually. Ducati fast, Jorge Martin. Mm. Binder's having a sprint race. Honestly, I'm not. I'm not saying Banyaya because I wouldn't be surprised if Banyaya fucks it up and um. I don't yeah. want to jinx him and I don't want to be like oh I told you so because I like Banyaya but I just think he might he might bottle it well the thing is I'm just looking at last year's results so Banyaya won last year then it was Quattararo and then Aspargaro Alasia Aspargaro so you can see Quattararo obviously not finishing that high Alasia Aspargaro probably not that high Banyaya falling off fourth was Zarco Zarco could win nah <laughs> not having it no, it's gonna be an Italian. Could see, could see a, could see a flipping Frenchman. It could be anybody. Let's be honest. Jorge Martin finished thirteenth last time. He was pretty bad there. Mm. What bike was he on? Anyway, what about uh, same bike? Mm. What about Moto Two? Pedro Costa, Sam Lowe's. Mm. I wanted to go I Pedro think Costa. I think Sam Lowe's has got a decent chance in these Italian rounds because he, he likes it. Yeah, but he needs to stay on the bike. Yeah. I know, but he was so unlucky last time. Well, I, I know, we know he game. was because he was obviously <laughs> the the crazy pitting. Um, mm. No, I think it'll be Pedro. Actually, I'm going to go with Tony Arbolino. Oh, yeah, he's, he's very good. Yeah, he's very good actually in the Arbolino. Yeah, I do like him. In fact, I might just go for an Italian in each each class. No, I'm off Suzaki for Moto3. Who are you going for in Moto2, Sam? Did you say Sam Lowe's? Sam Lowe's, I genuinely think Sam Lowe's can do well, yeah. Hmm. I'm going to go with Mino in Moto3. I'm going Suzaki. He's going to win. Go Suzaki's going to freaking win it. He keeps coming off. He's up there in like first and second, then he just pins it. But he's going to win one. What about Anna Carrasco? Oh, shut up. Fucking Anna Carrasco. She was terrible there last year. Josh Watley finished 41 seconds behind the leader. She was like another 30 seconds behind him. That is so bad. It is what it is. I hope Scott Ogden can put Anna performance in the Moto3. Yeah, he's, I think he needs it, doesn't he? Mm. Did you say, Dave, did you go David Mignot? No, I went Andrea Mignot. Andrea Mignot. Hmm. I'm going to go Italians for each class. I'm going to say, I'm going to say David Mignot. I can never know if I'm pronouncing his name right. I think it's Munoz. 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 I'll tell you what though, Mugello is... Or Dennis Onchu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dennis Onchu, that's right. Um, yes. Right. But I, Mugello is one track I'd love to visit. Yeah, because then you can go get some pizza after. I'd like to go to Le Mans. We were talking about it in Paddock Podcast. 
you can pay a, you pay a hundred euros for Le Mans, and you get free mm. camping as well, as well as your ticket. But apparently the camping gets a little spicy, so you have to be ready for a, a raucous time if you're <laughs> going to stay camping there. But a hundred euros and you get there all weekend. Well, free, Sam, bikes, get free, you then. get your tests passed and get on a bigger bike, and we'll go on a tour to Le Mans. Why can I not go on my one two five? Because it's shite. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Probably ain't gonna get there. <laughs> Go past the test. Sort your life out. Yeah, I'm doing it this year. Yeah, you said that last year. <laughs> I was just quickly looking at the results from the Super World Super Sport. But anyway, we've covered that. Bulliger won, race one, Manzi got second, Carcassolo got third, and then race two, Manzi got first, Bulliger came second, and Marcus Schotter got third. There you go. Um, yeah, so as well as the MotoGP to look forward to next week, we will also have the rest of the TT to watch this coming few days. And this time next week, we will know if Michael Dunlop is going to break that elusive record of 26. Hope so. Make it 20, so. I hope whether so. he will get get to it or break it. I genuinely believe he can reach 27 this year. I don't think he can reach 28 yeah. because I think Peter Heckman's got the better of him on the super stock. And uh, and then it's the week following that you'll have the British super bikes to look forward to. But mm. oh, excuse me, still a little bit of time to wait before you can grace the sights of British Superbikes live. Oh, I'm yes. looking forward to tomorrow. I'll try and make my excuses and not go to work and just sit on the bikes all day. I can't wait. But tomorrow, I'm really happy because the first race is the sidecars. I like the sidecars. I know you two don't like them, but I think the sidecars are really, really cool. I, I, I like watch watching them. For the first five no, minutes. No, I like watching them. And I tell you what, you have to have bigger bollocks to ride a sidecar than you do a bike on that track. You enjoy sidecars so much that you didn't even mention them once in this show until I mentioned them there. Now. Right. That's how much you enjoyed them. You didn't even bring it up. We were talking about the TT. Yeah, you didn't even because mention if I brought up sidecars, you go, yeah, sidecars, shit. Yeah, of course Exactly. We were, so what's the point? Shape, but it's still, <laughs> no, I still enjoy the sidecars. You've got to have bigger bollocks to do the sidecars than you do the bikes. Because you've got to 100% no, trust that person who is riding with you. That's your opinion. Because if, if you don't trust that person you're riding with, nah. My daughter said that to me the other day. Or was it today? It was, yeah, she was in the bath and I was trying to rinse her hair. And she was like, that water's really hot and I put my hand on it. And I was like, it's not that hot. And she goes, it's hot. And I was like, it's not that hot. And she looked at me and she goes, that's your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> and I was like, okay. Even she thinks, even I know her, I know everybody in my house, just the way I am. Just the way I am. <laughs> and as soon as I find out I annoy somebody, I just keep screwing the nut. Yes. <laughs> right, I think we have tucked the legs off a stool. That's a, yes. that's a saying where I'm from. I don't know if you use that saying in England. Tuck the legs off a stool. That's the first time I've heard that. Well, 
It's usually, or we would call it a ganch. They're a ganch. Do you know? No, never hear no. that. No. No. You're rolling your eyes, and some of the fucking shite you come out with from Yorkshire, Jesus! You're rolling your eyes at me because calling somebody a ganch, a ganch means somebody that will just no shut up. <laughs> He's a ganch. Tuck legs off a stool. Sam's a ganch. <laughs> I am a ganch. <laughs> <laughs> It's okay when I call myself a ganch, but when you do it... Fucking ganch. <laughs> anyway, we've come to the end of the show, yep. so I just... <laughs> Wah, do you, want to, uh, you can hear that. Do you, want to, do you want to run us through the socials there on Ashley? Yeah, I can do. Um, so if you would like to email us, you can at uh, podcast, uh, podcast at uk. We are also on YouTube, the Big Bad Bike Show. Uh, Twitter is the Big Bad BS, all one word. Our Instagram is going to be changing soon, so I'm not going to read that one out. And um, Facebook is the Big Bad Bike Show. I will say that the most popular one, though, is our Facebook group, which is just the Big Bad BS. That's the one we sort of have most activity on. Um, you can also follow us and speak to us on our other socials. So Sam's Twitter is at SoberCasano. My Instagram is the Up North Biker, and Chippy's Twitter is at C underscore Ballard nine zero. That still needs it to does. change. It really mm. does. I've got. But we have any suggestions. Whenever, whenever you put stuff on Facebook, you just put it onto the. Straight onto the the grip, the big bad BS. Why do you not put it onto the big bad bikes your page? Because once you put it on the big bad bikes your page, you can put it. It can go directly onto the big bad. Well, BS. I didn't we know cross... that. Now I do. There you go. <laughs> so I'll give you the email address, and you can get the logon details for the Facebook. And then that way, because, yeah, basically you can cross-share posts. So if you put something in the Big Bad Bike Show, it cross-shares posts straight onto the Big Bad Bike Groovy, baby. And that way I don't have to. Yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, so that's all we really got. We don't really have anything else. Well, I say we don't really have anything else to talk about. But like I said, like Ash has already alluded to, I am a ganch and I could talk all night. But I had to go to bed, stop talking shite, pretty sure... I was going to say my wife wants me to go to bed, but that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have drank a coffee to stay up tonight, so I am going to be awake. And he's still ganching. Still trying to think. <laughs> still trying to think of a way to end the show. I'm trying to think of like a thing to say that I could end the show. I'll finish it off. So, uh, thank you for listening to the Big Bad Bike Show. It's goodbye from us. See you later, Chippy. Goodbye. See you later, Sam. Goodbye, and see you later from me. All the best.